All right, straighten oh. up. Act professional, guys. All right, I'm hitting live. Have ever, did everybody wear their black socks today? I'm not wearing any socks. Uh, wait, what? What the fuck, Rob? What memo? <laughs> I didn't see it. We uh, abandoned well, Slack, you people? What I got them on. Oh, do I have black? I got my I black socks on. I'm not wearing black socks at all. No one's questioning what color socks I'm wearing, and I'm, I'm glad for that. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I just made the memo. I didn't say we have to follow it. I should go put my uh, Sesame Street Oh, I know what I did wrong. <laughs> now I did it right. <sighs> Trish is back. Hi, Trish. You were buzzing, so we muted you. I didn't even see that you were... No wonder you couldn't hear what the fuck I was saying when I heard you talking about it. <laughs> was okay. your headphones or something? Uh, Give me just a second. And for folks who are joining us on the live stream, as ever, we are collectively uh, arranging our shit and getting our group in a poop. We're buzzing. <laughs> well, we were. No, you yeah, were not. You're buzzing, man. <laughs> That's kind of how I meant it, yeah. Hi, James. Hi, Jakarta. Hi, Emily. The usuals are already here. Um, yeah, that's Trisha, that's I, I, uh, I hit mute again because it was buzzing bad. Yeah, it's going to suck on the audio only. So we'll figure it out. Well, I'm sorry I missed the uh, Chicago 7 discussion, and I'm sorry I missed the birthday greeting. Thank you for that. Don, happy birthday to you, too. Thank you. <clears throat> happy birthday to Austin in two days. Yeah, happy Four days. I was going to just say that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Jakarta, you asked how it is tonight. Frankly, I'm pissed. I think we're all pissed. We're going to talk about how we're pissed. We're going to talk about why we're pissed. Pissed, sad, disgusted. Want to fucking go out and protest? We'll be talking about that, too. I'm just sharing this to some groups real quick. Okay. Yeah, Rob, that Phoenix situation is going to be wild as hell. I don't know. We uh, recently found out that there is a neo-Nazi rally 
National Socialist Movement, a, a, a Nazi rally happening in Phoenix. Hopefully we can mobilize a counter-protest against it, but on the other hand, is it even worth it? Well, the other counter-protest, where was it? New York, was it? Yeah. Well, there was there was one in Metro Seattle, too. Yeah. I heard they got ran out. All right, I guess it's time for intros. Uh, thank you for joining me for We Are Many podcast. I am your host and comrade, Rob. And uh, yeah, this is a special edition of our usual current event stream. Uh, we're just going to dial in and focus on a few key things um, that have happened in the last few days. Who wants to go next? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, my name is Sterling. I'm really just here to uh, antagonize. So <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I don't have anything. <laughs> Leanne asked, what the fuck is Dean's background tonight? <laughs> I like it. Dean, say something so you're on the screen. <laughs> I turned it off, so uh, there. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, so you can. <laughs> Oh, my head wasn't in the way. Oh my god! <laughs> Where do you find you know, this shit, Dean? <laughs> well, you know, I got a lot more, and I don't want to cause any uh, any anytime anybody over the age of fifty sees the word antifa or antifa or antifa, they shit their Levi. So I don't want to cause any incontinence among the elderly. Well, I don't know how many of them individuals would consume our product. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, honestly, though, on a, on Apple Podcasts, like sixty seven percent of our uh, demographic is like forty to fifty four or whatever. Yeah, one hundred percent not surprised. My name is Dean, by the way. I am the person whose voice you are hearing right now. Glad to be here and missed you guys for the week. We missed you too, Dean. We always miss you, Dean. Uh, I guess that takes us to Don, Austin, and Trisha. Good evening. My name's Don. I had something. Oh, yes, actually. I have an announcement to make, everybody. We have merch on the way. Bear with me. It's going to be black t-shirts with white lettering. And all it's going to say is Tucker Carlson sucks flaccid penis. <laughs> and I get matching socks as long as they're black. As, yeah, as long as they're black socks. You got to wear them when you're at work. This is work, Dean. Okay. I'll tuck my... Uh... See, I'll... she heard the memo. Yep. <laughs> I'll tuck Sorry. my... Uh, no, it's cute. I'll tuck my... Uh... I'll tuck my dockers into my... Tucker Carlson 
sucks flaccid penis socks. <laughs> penis socks. We're gonna have we're gonna have bracelets, kind of like the uh the what would Jesus do bracelets back in the day, but it's just gonna be TC SFP. And you did that way faster. I was still working out the T and C. <laughs> Me and as well, yeah. I've uh, <laughs> this has been brewing in my head for a little bit now. <laughs> All right. Well, we can head. I can easily add a shopping cart and checkout functionality to the website. You can go to forwearemini.org and uh, purchase those products as well. You can go to our Patreon, and I'm going to let Rob. Uh, uh, well, let's finish the intro. Yeah. Uh, Did we get everybody? No, we didn't uh, get Austin. Yep. Yeah, um, I lost the video feed, but I can still hear you guys just fine. I just had to unmute myself. So you my sound apologies. Great. Hi, this is Trisha. <laughs> it's the the earbuds, but um, because I lost the video feed, I'm actually going to come into the house with Don. Uh, so I'll be in there momentarily. But for now, this is the voice you're hearing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm the Zen motherfucker that comes from my friend Nadia, who says I'm excellent at maintaining my Zen through all the things that make me go motherfucker. So you get to experience some of that throughout this. It's interesting. Anyway, Austin. <laughs> that brings us to Austin. Hi, my name is Austin. I'll be running for Congress in 2024. My cat is on the roof. Oh, God. Poor kitty. So I, I might be a second. By all means, catch the kitty. Right. This is important. Right. Take a can of tuna with you, bro. There's like a quadruple on China. I'm just going to let it lay on the floor there. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Dean mentioned our Patreon. <laughs> um, we have different levels for different levels of support, ranging from, I don't know if he added the uh, $1 level. If not, we have 3 5 and $10 per month. I now. did. In fact, it. I have an announcement to make along those lines. If it's okay with the, with the group, I would share my screen momentarily. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I just want to, I just want to bring this up. We do have our $1, as you can see, where you get basically everything that you get for every other tier. Uh, we are working on maybe a little bit more well-defined uh, categories as we generate more and more content. But I do want to note that I have added finally we have, we have found it within ourselves to add the Jeff Bezos tier. And Jeff, if you are, which Jeff. you most certainly are listening, I'm positive. Jeffy yes. boy. Jeffy. <laughs> the things I send you in the mail will stop if you donate. Just one month, one time, I'll stop all of it. The letters, the pictures, the videos, it'll all stop. Same goes for you, Elon. Thank you, Don. I there's no one better than service. you. 
there's no one better than you at this. So yeah, I mean, if you if you care to, and if you are inspired as others have been inspired to do so, uh, a token would be most appreciated. Uh, the link for that is patreon.com slash for we are many. Uh, you can find us all over social media and various various places on the internet. Um, Facebook, we have the page. We have the For We Are Many support group. On Twitter, we have at For We Are Many 2. Uh, Instagram, at For We Are Many podcast. Same thing for TikTok. TikTok. And we are also For We Are Many podcast on YouTube. And we have our own website, uh, for we are many.org. You can find our live streams on there. You can find some articles we've written on there. Um, we'll have, we'll have more someday. Someday we'll be together. Wow. Dean. <laughs> uh, yes, that's it. Jakarta. All right, so uh, I guess we'll we'll get into what's pissing us off these days. Um, what really grinds my gears? <laughs> Man, we should hot. have a you know what grinds my gears section. <laughs> we might get idea. sued by Fox. Yeah. For what? What are they gonna take my fucking soul? I'm pretty I'll sure. Try. I think I think the army still owns it. Probably. I think no when doubt. I die, I think what happens is my soul goes to the desk of the sergeant major of the army's office and he reaches into it and every once in a while to sustain himself, he pulls out a soul and he sucks it down. Either that or he asks it to go outside and cut the grass, pick up cigarette butts. Dean knows. Oh, Dean God. knows because he's consigned himself to this same fate. Did he consign himself or was he consigned? Uh, no, I wasn't. I drafted. I was. Uh, we have an all volunteer army. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, now, down. but I didn't know when Dean was broke in. down I've the. Never, uh, I've never asked him. <laughs> the, the percentages for somebody the other day, like the percentage of people that joined the army, the percentage of people from that percentage that joined the infantry, the percentage of those people who are sociopaths or have sociopathic tendencies it's real interesting we'll go over it sometime so it's ridiculous that it still needs to be said but i'm gonna go ahead and say it fucking black lives matter yeah okay so for those of you who don't know can't matter until black lives and brown lives and red lives matter just as much as white ones. And yellow lives. Yes. Yes. The whole fucking rainbow. Anyway, for for anyone who hasn't heard yet, uh, less than 10 miles from where the Chauvin trial is taking place, another black man was gunned down by the police yesterday. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I wasn't going to say anything about it, but I got to say something about it. Rob, have you ever seen a yellow person? There are no yellow people. 
I mean, you're not wrong, but when the Asians started their offshoot of the Black Panthers, what did they call themselves? The I have no Panthers. idea. I, I didn't know that. I just, yeah. it bugged me and I, I couldn't. No, I totally, I totally get your point. But yeah, I, well, mean, I mean, that's why I said yellow. Just either your pink or your peach or. Yeah. <laughs> but. Well, no, black, I have. Black people aren't really black. Legitimately white. <laughs> you you have white spots. I have white you're, spots. You're peach with white spots. <laughs> Is it mold? Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Hey man, I showered last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so um, before I get too deep into this, uh, we're gonna go straight to the body camera footage that was released today uh hold on full screen there we go share screen there we go uh, there's a trigger warning for uh anyone who might be disturbed by this is this muted no do you hear it no no <laughs> why is this happening Oh, I know why, because CNN played an ad one time and it made me mad. So I said, don't allow this site to make audio. Hold on. <laughs> Unmute. There we go. I figured it out, guys. We're good. Fucking CNN. See what happens when you act from a place of emotion instead of logic, Rob. <laughs> we'll be releasing footage worn by the officer involved in the fatal officer involved shooting. That happened on Sunday afternoon. I've watched the video myself, and there's nothing I can say to lessen the. Why is this like loading thing not going away? He's, what's up with his haircut? <laughs> Pain of. Pause it and let's just it's, examine and examine this man. It's for like a he started with analyze it. Height, but had him leave the front long so he <clears> could <throat> try to look cool like a kid that you know, like. And their bangs to the floor to the front there Par party in the I front business in the back I, I think <laughs> yes <laughs> oh shit it's well, like that'd be business that'd be in the front and back and party on the sides it's almost got like poly walnuts wings kind of swept up in a different direction but the front is sweep forward but curled under somehow this haircut is psychotic. <laughs> Makes me wonder if he uses a teeny tiny little curling iron in the morning to get that curl. <laughs> right. Because there's no brush you could do that with. Like, oh. oh, okay. I think it's loaded enough. Mr. White, <laughs> he looks like a he friend, looks like a piece of baloney. <laughs> that feeling of loss that they must have. That pain is shared by the community and also all those involved in the incident. What I can do is convey my deepest sympathies to the right this family. This isn't video glitching. This is just him. Information just at this time. <laughs> that will include showing a video portion from the point of deadly force used by the officer, as well as the officer's immediate reaction. Time out. Jakarta said in the comments he has the Caesar. <laughs> yeah, he's, <a> <laughs> too. he's got the yeah. Caesar. Exactly. It's, it's got a spray on Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> after the use of deadly force. I caution everybody as you watch this 
that this will be <coughs> and unedited. As you can hear, the officer, while struggling with Mr. Wright, shouts, Taser, Taser, several times. That is part of the officer's training prior to deploying a Taser, which is a less lethal device. That is done to make her partners aware, as well as the subject, that a Taser deployment will be imminent. During this encounter, however, the officer drew their handgun instead of their Taser. For informational purposes, we train with our handguns on our dominant side, and our taser on our weak side. So if you're right-handed, you carry your firearm on your right side, and you carry your taser on the left. This is done purposefully, and it's trained. As I watch the video and listen to the officer's commands, it is my belief that the officer had the intention to deploy their taser, but instead shot Mr. Wright with a single bullet. This appears to me, from what I viewed, and the officer's reaction in distress immediately after, that this was an accidental discharge that resulted in the tragic death of Mr. Wright. I've asked the BCA to conduct an in. So I'm Hold not going to watch the rest of what Baloney Caesar has to say. Before we get into this, can we have just like a minute of silence for Dante Wright? Yeah. We'll be saying his name a lot during, well, especially this segment, but throughout the show, I'm sure. I think it's been a minute. I know that was that was difficult to sit through. <clears throat> our um, our brains don't like uh, silence amongst a group. It it it's strange to us. <clears throat> but that was a minute of time 
that Dante isn't going to get. He's not going to have that with his child. He's not going to have that with his girlfriend. He's not going to have that with his, his family of any kind. Just kind of want everybody to realize, you know, how long a minute really is. You, you can really feel how long it is when it's silent. Yeah. So thank you for indulging me there. No problem. Um, so needless to say, um, since this happened less than 10 miles from where the Chauvin trial is currently taking place, um, protests immediately broke out. Um, at the scene, and then they later marched to, to the police station. Um, I, I should have done this actually while we were doing our minute of silence, but uh, here is a, a picture of Dante, right? Uh, his, his child's face has been blurred out for um, identity protection. But I mean, he's he's just a kid, man. Like, I don't know. The, the thing is, they pulled him over in the first place for a fucking air freshener. He was just going to the car wash to wash his car and had put an air freshener up on the that, rear that he probably got at the car wash. Right. And, and like, for them to even be fucking with somebody like that over a fucking air freshener, get the fuck out of here. That's why I, as much as, you know, you, you can tell just from the sheer emotion in her voice that she obviously, like, is surprised herself, which makes it appear she did not actually intend to shoot him but bitch you shouldn't have been trying to tase him in the first place for for what oh my god you shouldn't have been pulling him over and pulling him out of the car in the first place because the only thing you had to stop him on was an air freshener yeah well that's the rub right officers spray on caesar would indicate what he's saying it basically implies that their behavior was even the accidental uh, loss of life, accidental, quote unquote, accidental loss of life, was justifiable. It's not, though. It's not, though. That's the implication. Right. I mean, I, I do believe that it was an accident, but that's still fucking manslaughter. Right. That it, it, it's perfectly fine to be murdered over a an air freshener. An air freshener. Yeah. This is fucked. Um, James said, protests are good, riots are not. Hopefully stuff changes too much violence in our country. I used to say things like that a lot, and I'm still not necessarily advocating for riots here, but MLK said back in the 60s that a riot is the language of the unheard, and these people are still not heard. So we didn't mean, you know, we, we only meant to do a little bit of violence over air freshener we all went on ahead and accidentally killed him and that's a shame great shame but we were honestly our intent was only to 
do a little bit of senseless, senseless violence. Right. Just wanted to electrocute the fuck out of him for air freshener. That's the thing. Okay, like they're saying that he had a warrant, but I'm yet to see any evidence of that claim, um, let alone an actual warrant showing, you know, whatever. But even if even if that's true, even if there was an arrest warrant out for him that would explain them asking him to get out of the vehicle, this right here, any type of violence like that, that's not a proper way to respond to arresting someone on a fucking warrant. Why the fuck are our cops so poorly trained that they have... They, they reach straight for weapons, whether it be a taser or a gun, instead of knowing, I don't know, how to do some motherfucking jujitsu or something, knowing how to disarm somebody if they are armed. This case, he was not armed, so there was not even any facet of that to have to consider. It was just, can you cuff him without killing him? No? Really? This is live right now. They're holding a vigil in the rain at the scene. I haven't muted because I didn't want to cut you off. That's fine. I think it's appropriate to just watch on. You know. Um, so basically, I think now we they've established a, a long overlooked loophole. I think taser is now going to be synonymous with uh, I feel uh, I feel threatened i feel like my life's in danger and that long as that was said on the open body cam and the mics that were present in the area or a cell phone videos they could get out of homicide no oh sorry officer i i thought i was reaching for my driver's license it was my gun and it killed you that were good right well you know that's that's a slippery slope that we have to stand on now really because you know like, yes, you can hear the surprise in her voice when she was like, oh, shit, I shot him. But. Well, and then they all, and then they all just stood it. there. Anything. I'm buying it again. That's, that, the cameras and, are on. Right. Exactly. And, and I mean, they didn't do anything after that. They just stood there. Right. Like, I, I mean, it's not like he really went far. He went like less than a block before he crashed into another car. He wasn't driving the car. It was rolling fuck man and then they got his body out of the car and left him there for fucking five hours almost did they really yeah uh, um in unicorn riots initial coverage yesterday um his mother was there talking to them right and, and the first time they talked to his mom she's just like i just want his body out of the street How is that too much for a mother to ask? Um, fucked all the way around. Um, I do have some video that I want to bring up. Uh, we'll come back to this this live one here in a little bit, and we'll actually like listen, see uh, what's being said. But what I actually came to the Unicorn Riot YouTube for was the first video because I'm going to try to skip through it and find relatively where. It escalated. Um, because, I mean, it had been peaceful all day. Granted, okay, people yelling at cops doesn't give the the image of 
peacefulness, I guess. But that being said, that doesn't mean that the police have the right to escalate it over that. Right. That's one thing. We have the right to use our words in this country. It's called First Amendment. And regardless of how those cops feel about being on the receiving end of whatever those words may be, that does not justify violence. I, I heard a I heard a new chant last night. Well, new to me, I heard a new chant last night. It's pro it probably originally came from Portland, but it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and then the crowd goes fuck twelve. Anyway, I don't know why I. You want to know why I like bacon donuts when I was working at Tim Hortons? Because as a baker, I didn't fuck with 12. Hey, wait, you said there's bacon donuts? Hold on. <laughs> I thought you were leading into a pig joke. I mean, in a roundabout way. Baking. Peking donuts, now you're fucking with me. <laughs> so, look at those fucking... What are those... It's like they're cosplaying. Dude, they can't that can't be police issue. No. They went I to I love how I'm hearing fuck the police in the background. Hello everybody, welcome. <laughs> We're live here. It's just like last summer. Which uh which news uh feed is this from? Uh Unicorn Riot. Okay, good. Yeah, I pretty much solely get my Minneapolis news from Unicorn Riot. The sun's not down yet. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm just of, really wanting to know, how did they coordinate? Did they all just go to Home Depot and get some, like, two-and-a-half-inch dowel? <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. There's a wood, Woodstock is hard to come by these days. They probably had uh, long meetings where they lovingly made those dreamed of the day they would deploy them. I was watching it live last night, and one of the cops is so jacked and so ready to split somebody, some fucking hippie <laughs> skull that he's like bending it. Uh, yeah. It's like, calm down, bro. I know Roy's do. Roids are Roids. tough, man. They fuck with your mind. Hemorrhoids or no? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know where he was running to. And then he shot him. Whoever shot him, shot him. That's that's what we know. But this is insane. This is insane. And the society keeps bragging about it being democratic and you know having so many rights. This is crazy. Something, something has got to give. You know, we we keep talking about. Uh, everybody's saying, well, the fact that Jack Silver's on trial is a sign that, you know, police are being held, held accountable. The blue line is being crossed. No, no, the blue line is being maintained. Trust me on that one. Well maintained. Yes. Well maintained. Thank you, Mel. Yeah. Yeah, Jonathan McClellan, um, well maintained. The blue line is continuing. Um, police accountability is far from being seen. What's happening here? This is this is exactly what they designed. You know, um, last week the Senate voted on the. So I'm not gonna make us sit through all of these. I should have muted it instead of stopping it. Um, I'm not gonna go through all these speakers. They had a lot of good speakers. You see the title of the video up there. It's on the Unicorn Riot uh, YouTube channel. I highly recommend. Um, I really want to see 
the um i don't know i think it's in the second video there is a united states army green beret veteran that was speaking with unicorn riot and he had something very worth hearing to say I think that the second video is the one that I'm thinking of. That's where it escalates because that's where people start. <clears throat> one guy threw a bottle at the cops and then the cops started pushing forward. Well, expanding the line and then pushing forward like the fucking Romans. Yeah. Less, less well-trained Romans. <laughs> The theme of the night is Rome. Well, I mean, yeah. Is this Die Hard? <laughs> oh, man, Die Hard had uh, better acting. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Die Hard had better cops, okay? Yeah, well, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Die Hard had way better cops. That's because they were pretend, so. Yeah. You're pretending to. Well, cops. then let's. You can always pretend to be good cops. Then let's fucking hire Bruce Willis to run around the entire country <laughs> pretending to be no, a good dude. cop. I hear he's job. really not pleasant. Yeah, but if we're that. paying him to act, then all he's doing is acting the part. He doesn't need to be right. pleasant in his downtime. I don't care what the fuck he's doing in his downtime. You know, I yesterday on a precursory search, I did do some creative searching for... Uh, this is not the first time a gun has been mistaken for a taser and vice versa so um i'm gonna wait it. around for the next year for the trial and, and not go like we think i've said it once i'll say it again i'll say it a thousand times in the army i spent 70 percent of my time in garrison training so that i knew my weapons inside and out you know maybe they shouldn't make the tasers look like and 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 obviously the 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 tear uh pepper spray look and function exactly like a gun that might help too I think they spend like 15% of their time actually training with their shit we're live at the Brooklyn Center Police Department where the police have just declared a unlawful assembly mm -hmm. yeah look at these motherfuckers that guy up front he came from the gym he is ready he's all hyped up on pre-workout and fucking testosterone boosters he did that for the cameras dude yep was he yeah but, i mean it it literally it literally is like they went to home depot and got two and a half inch towel yep. at brooklyn center police department the police just gave a 10 minute dispersal order so the 10 minute dispersal order let's just fast forward 10 minutes get that out of the way yeah <laughs> this is why i'm training in kendo no this isn't why i'm training in kendo i'm doing that for personal reasons that was a mm -hmm. brooklyn center sign up here the police department sign mind you everybody's still by the cops fuck 12 written on it people are standing on it police have declared a unlawful assembly Look at them. They got bright lights behind them, so they're backlit. You can't read their badge numbers. You can't yeah. see right them. I'm really liking that they're starting to use war drums. Mm, sounds like Quentin's there. 
War drums and their I've seen I seen a good amount of people with gas masks last night. Yeah. We do need bands. We do need bands. I'm just kidding. We're gonna be talking about this <laughs> later in the stream. the fuck okay <laughs> all right get that shit man <laughs> this is What's my awesome? house some, some money so this is uh an important protest tactic actually what what they're doing if it goes to the spot that it showed in the thumbnail locking together you. arms oh, yep go. oh yeah and you see the jug of milk on the end yeah yep yeah you showed up with whole milk. Honey, don't spend the money on whole milk. Just get like 2%. You know, I often thought that um, portable uh, portable air compressor, pin nozzles, and, uh, and tune assembly was declared about five minutes ago. with vegetable oil. And you have a, you have a groundy stabilizer and a potential... Uh, 75 feet from where the police are. Uh, flammable uh, fluorohydrocarbon. Good advice. That is good advice. amazing advice. I see what you did there. I see uh, what you did there. Going to a thousand by now. Mm, you could easily load kerosene. Any any type of liquid really that you wanted, you could load into it. The details are all the way unclear. That's mm. a good summary, isn't it? Yeah. All the way unclear. On the roof over here too. Yeah. Oh, he's pointing and shouting at people. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wonder who's in charge. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna right go here. beat up I them. Dude, just winged heavy. a snot on the on the grass. That was hilarious. Did you see that? I did. <laughs> he read out the dispersal order, though. I'd also like to point out, I mean, at this point, the sheriff's department is there for backup, but the initial confrontation was between the city police, which is 45 officers minus the one that did the shooting because she got fired. But, yeah. Well, they're moving. Yeah. I have not seen this. Rob, the next guy he interviews is the um, yellow vest. Is, oh yeah, he interviews the yellow vest, I think, and then he interviews a uh, former Green Beret. Across the yeah, police station is a parking lot. That yellow vest guy was uh, as well as another pretty badass though. With a strip mall, the spatial. Spoiler alert: He gets arrested. The yellow vest guy. Hell yeah. A lot of people got arrested last yeah, night. Well, he, he was there on his knees like the whole time, though. Oh, I saw those photos. A special win for the community, essentially, where they can utilize that space. More things. Man, they're jumpy. 
That cop just wanted to go oh, out yeah. and start beating people. Oh, yeah, yeah they do. Oh, They're oh, rocking on their shoot. heels, man. They're ready to. Yeah. Play. Yeah. Are you scared? This is the line of scrimmage right here. Bitch, bitch. <laughs> Somebody holler hike. Blue. Chances are most of them played football or a sport or something. Oh, they're ready. If I rested somebody, I can't. I'm telling you, they were snorting pre-workout in the back and like projecting bang energy drink between their toes. Free base and touring. How heavy are those sticks, I wonder? Are those his zip ties on the front? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got zip. They got flex cuffs. That's banger. They're they're there for one specific purpose. Love making. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could call it that. <laughs> I say kidnapping. <laughs> this is sport oh, for them. They live are, for this. Of course, they this do. is sport oh, yeah. for us. We're watching. <laughs> kidding i'm kidding that was not true i can't say my adrenaline isn't going as well right i mean dude i'm a combat vet if my adrenaline wasn't pumping right now there would be an issue or you know i wouldn't have ptsd anymore and that'd be dope that's true yeah that's true. hey are we gonna control continue to control the masses yes yes anything else you want to say that's it Appreciate you. rewind because he had some shit yeah yeah <laughs> I guess they uh, shut down all the ways into the the city. Well, they shut down all the major streets that led to that area. Yeah. Hold on, did you guys notice that fucking sheriff's deputy that's flagging the crowd with his rifle? Yeah, yeah. Don't like that at all. Even if he's got rubber bullets, he ain't aiming at the ground like you're supposed to. You're supposed to aim like five feet in front of him and let him ricochet up into him. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you know, we could really say right now, same old thing. We're literally out in St. Paul um, having a nice peaceful march for Justin Teagan. It's his birthday today. And uh, I say about two hours into our protest, we got word that someone else had got shot in um, Brooklyn Center. So we low-key out here trying to just calm down the situation and see what's going on and make sure everything is good. But as you can see, same old stuff, ain't nothing changing. So we just gonna stay out here, no justice, no peace. As a as a black man, what is it like as another young black man who's lost his life to the hands of police? I mean, it's hard. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, because I mean, a lot of us out here are trying to do good. We're just trying to keep the peace. We ain't trying to stress nothing, trying to mind our business. But you know, just like you just saw on TV, that young lieutenant that was harassed by the police. You know, I served 13 years in the military. Special. We'll forces. be talking about so, you know, that. I feel too. the same way. You know, I served over at least 13 tours in Iraq, Afghanistan, all over the world, just to come back and still be harassed by the same system that I fought for. So. You know, I have every right to be out here, and, and that's what makes us grow stronger and more angry. Like, we try to abide by, but you don't give us no room to, so here we are. 
How do you do you feel like change can happen and how does that come about if you do? Change will happen and then this is it right here. This is us unifying, being together. You see, it's not, we be peaceful. We're not doing nothing wrong. We're standing here. The only ones that are not being peaceful are, are them right now. They're forcing up with the stage. You don't see no weapons on none of us. We have no weapons, we have no guns, no mace, no nothing. The only way we can find peace is if the system changes. We've already recognized what the problem is, and it's the system. It ain't white, it ain't black, it ain't Puerto Rican. It's the system. So something in the system got to change. And if it don't, we're going to be out here every night, every day, and we're going to continue to control the masses. Anything else you want to say? That's it. Appreciate you, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted people to hear that. I heard that last night. Officer looks like he just got hurt. Here goes. There it is, the start. Threw off a bunch. They're throwing off another one. There's Yellow Vest guy. I don't know what else to call him. <laughs> he doesn't need a name. He's an eternal being. Right, he is now. <laughs> Defiant oh. as fuck, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, he is. He got shot over a dozen times, or not maybe a dozen, but he got shot like eight or so times, I think. We need to clarify for once they were actually using rubber bullets and like this isn't even CS gas. No, it is. It is. Unicorn Ryan was picking up the canisters and showing them on camera at CS. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember, at first, he was confused as to whether it actually was or not. Well, yeah, he was trying to find out if it was uh, OS, like they used in Portland last summer. Yeah. They they were shooting everybody that was going up to him and trying to look at the canisters and shit. Now, now keep in mind the intimidation tactics bunch of that the police, the police are using right now. Um, as Don already pointed out, they got super bright lights behind them, so you can't read their badge numbers and shit. And then you've got a whole bunch of smoke and a cloud of tear gas, so you can't see shit. Uh, if you go into the cl uh, into the cloud, you're going to be super uncomfortable, to put it mildly. Um, they're making it so nobody can, or they're trying to make it, I should say, so nobody can hold them accountable. I like how the the first shit they fired, though, the wind just took it away. Like fuck you guys, <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, man, do you remember? I forget what it might have been in Minneapolis, but do you remember the protests last May where uh, like three times in a row, the cops fired tear gas and went straight back at him? Yeah, blew back at him. Yep. Good. That's karma. <laughs> so. Uh... We hear somebody in the background saying, we are peaceful. They're jumpy as fuck. Sorry about this. That's what I was looking for. Ron said that uh, leaf blowers are good for that. Getting the gas back. We'll be. Yes, we'll be they are. 
Ryobi makes a really nice 48 volt battery operated leaf blower. I'm just saying. <laughs> Here's an image of Dante. That's an image of Dante writing his two year old child, I believe. So. My point, I guess, is I just wanted to pull that big son of a bitch up. This is what they're dealing with, and I'm pretty sure that's another one right there. Like, these people don't even have sticks or shields. No. But they have to have armored vehicles to hide behind? Are you kidding me? Hey, Rob, does that bring us into our... Um, our... Protest preparedness? Our protest preparedness section? Because that would be a great segue, bud. I mean, that would be a pretty great segue. Do you know what the next segment is, Don? Protest preparedness. How'd you know? Ah. <laughs> Deductive reasoning tells me. <laughs> um, so as Ron just said, leaf blowers. Uh, I was just saying, actually, I'll, um, I'll, I'll bring up a link. It'll probably be a Home Depot link. Um for the Ryobi leaf blower battery operated. Uh, well, Rob, go, ahead, go ahead, Don. Well, Rob's doing that. I would like to inform our viewers that um, because of recent events, I have decided to compile what I am calling right now, the working title is the protesters field manual. Um, in it are going to be things like what to use to disperse CS gas, how to um, make homemade riot shields to stop rubber bullets that you can also use as um, uh, signs, protest signs. The tactic there being you have a line of people with these shields in front of the rest of the protesters in there, we're also going to cover um, basic first aid. Uh, I called it battlefield first aid when I proposed it to the group, but I don't think I'm going to call it that in the book because it seems like it's going to be controversial. To Don, say. I said this in the group earlier, and I'm going to say it again now, but no matter how much we try to avoid uh you know aggressive tactics or or aggressive anything that's still what it's going to get labeled as that's yeah historically how it happens i don't think and, i don't think that we should be too worried about what's controversial and what's not because the very fact that we're putting it together is going to be controversial yes right. but that being said here and now i would like to say in front of all of you <clears throat> And I will say it again in the preface of the book. The information in this book is not meant for aggressive tactics against the police. The information in this book is provided to keep American citizens alive while protesting. That's it. I'm tired of people dying because they're out there exercising their rights and some fucking cop 
doesn't know how to aim his rubber bullets at the ground, so he aims at their face, and they don't have anything there to stop them. I'm tired of Americans having to get gassed with tear gas that we don't even use in combat because we're not allowed to. If it's banned in warfare, it should not be legal to use on your own fucking citizens. We would be invading other countries for <laughs> accusations that are less than that. Yeah. Absolutely. So I dropped a link for uh, Ryobi's 100 mile an hour 40 volt um, um, leaf blower into the comments. I um, can't pay attention to the comments because of the setup that I'm running today. So if somebody else is paying attention to the comments. I am. I've missed a lot, honestly, but... I'm not sure exactly what James is getting at, but he said, how do they get by with the things they do, Don? How do they get by with the things they do? The United States police forces are not, are not beholden to the Geneva Conventions. Um, the Geneva Conventions specifically dictate what the military does in times of war just because our police forces are militarized doesn't mean they're part of the military. Um, and we don't want military police forces that that's the kind of shit they have in like North Korea. So what we need to do, and I'll, I'll say it again, we need more training, more time spent in training, training with the weapon training with in Japan, um, every police officer is required to take kendo or some other martial art. And we really need that because if you know how to properly um, handle the human body, you can, there, there's no excuse. There's still no excuse for what Chauvin did, but if he had some martial arts classes and a martial arts background, there'd be even less of an excuse. Um, I mean, but there already isn't, though. Chauvin had been trained three times in less than two years on the exact thing that he did. I know, um, but if you're not if you're not constantly doing it, you forget how to do it. And I'm I'm not disagreeing with that, but what I, the point saying, I was trying to make was that we need to change the culture, not just the training. Yes, yes, and I agree with that as well. I just I'm not trying to say that. Chauvin had any sort of excuse. He did not have any sort of excuse. He kneeled on a man's neck for nine minutes. Um, other things I wanted to talk about in this uh, segment, which I, I am going to point out too, that I dropped a WikiHow link and an Instructables link on how to make a gas mask and how to make a cardboard riot shield, respectively. Um, Remember padding. Remember padding. Rubber bullets are going to hurt you. Remember padding. Exactly. The, uh, the cardboard riot shield, I believe the idea is layers of cardboard and duct tape and foam. Um, 
and I suggest making the reinforced by wood. Sorry, go ahead. You're all right. I suggest if you're strong enough and you can hold up something that large, I suggest making them large enough to where they cover a majority of your body and you can duck behind them. Think Roman legions or riot shields. Right. And I mean, also, uh, uh, wood, I'm not saying that wood is a bad idea. If you are physically fit enough to carry a piece of half inch plywood is a shield with like a arm bracket on the back by all means. Please. It could, it could potentially save people's lives. Uh, in terms of tactics, one thing that I wanted to point out was a, uh, tactic that i saw in a lot of feeds last year uh was called operation white shield it's pretty self-explanatory a bunch of white people get between the cops and the black people and the escalation stops weird white wall that's something i'm surprised i haven't seen being implemented although i mean it, it very well could have been just not during the times i've been watching the live feed but honestly at these moments where you know the cops are coming in trying to break up the crowd and shit fuck that white wall put a fucking white wall there and see how their fucking behavior changes because it does every time until it doesn't and that's when we're gonna see real change right right and i mean that's sad to say too honestly um first aid kits uh, don't forget uh, milk or if you're in a hot area and you're worried about the milk spoiling in half an hour because, you know, you live in Arizona. <laughs> um, milk of magnesia uh, tablets, you fucking crush them up and dissolve them in water. It serves the same purpose. Um, flush out your eyes after contact with CS gas or mace and it will drastically reduce the pain. Um, first aid kits, you should have basic things. Uh, bandages, tourniquets, um, serious injuries do happen at these things. And it's better to be prepared for it than not to be. Um, as far as tourniquets go, the old school of thought was that if you put a tourniquet on something, you were going to have to consign yourself to losing that limb. That is no longer the case. They can actually save the limb if it's within a certain amount of hours, which I can't recall right now. Um, so when you put a tourniquet on, you put it on two inches above the wound and you write on either the tourniquet or the victim's forehead the time that you put the tourniquet on. It will help the paramedics. Um, that being said, putting together medical staff uh, when you're putting together protests is a great idea. Uh, Occupy Detroit was really good about that. They always had either, you know, like RNs or medical school students or pre-med students, whatever. Uh, EMTs, obviously, um, paramedics. The, the point is, whoever you have in your community that works in these types of fields, um, this, this is immensely useful. Uh, especially since last night, I mean, they, they targeted the press specifically more than once. 
which, by the way, is a violation of international law, but the UN doesn't have the balls to say anything about it. Another thing, if you're going to a protest and you do have a first aid kit on you, on your person, mark it with a red cross. That way everybody knows that it's a first aid kit. And if you're down, somebody can get to you and provide you with first aid. Yes. Also, uh, this is going to sound very militant because it's how medics at least used to be. I don't know about now. I don't know if they still, you know, put the white band with the red cross on the helmet. I don't know if that's still how they do it or not, but either way, uh, if you have a hat that you don't mind, you know, painting a red cross on, um, if, if you are going to a protest as a medic, Make that clear. Mark yourself as a medic. When people have issues, they need to know who to find. Don't expect it to keep you safe from the police. In fact, expect to make you a target. Yeah. yeah yep. That's what they were doing last May. They were targeting medics. They were targeting press. Both of these things are banned by international law. Both of these things completely were ignored by the UN last summer. Yeah. And it's, it's sad that we're even having to have this conversation right now. I want you all to know that this is not a conversation that me, me of all of us, I don't want to be having this conversation. I really don't. Because that means that it's gotten to a point where the ideal of the country that I fought for, I, I don't see it anymore. I, I cannot see this this is not the america that i grew up thinking i was living in indeed um i guess i'll take us down into the next segment of course um we will be talking about dante right off and on throughout the night i have um other videos that i want to show later uh we're also going to talk about the chauvin trial in a little bit but I wanted to turn it over to Dean for a COVID segment because he wasn't here last year. So I know it's been a while since we've heard uh, a situation report from the, the great, the, uh, the wonderful Dean Paxton. Great and powerful. Oh, uh, you do me such honor. Thank you. Um, we are, uh, I, oh God. So obviously it's ugly in Michigan. Um, I don't know if if, if uh, there's anybody at this point who hasn't heard about basically now the Midwestern tier, not just Michigan. Uh, the variants that have been of concern, I think that I you know mentioned in the past obviously we're well known now uh, have have taken over as as primary variant uh, I just really just want folks to um, be aware that of a few things about as it relates to vaccine right um, even with as many vaccines that have been deployed to date as as have been and I, and I mean it is quite a few and, and I can break those numbers down for you if you want, but I'm just going to say it's in the tens of millions. 
there is still uh, a great lot of people who are unvaccinated. In fact, uh, up to up to 20% of people over the age of 65 still remain unvaccinated and, and will likely remain unvaccinated, in my opinion. Um, to date, uh, we have administered at least uh, at least 123 million first doses, and we're closing in on 200 million first and second doses. If, if there was a if there was a, uh, uh, a bifurcated uh, uh, vaccine deployment, J and J still remains very uncommon and uh, has basically been distributed among people who are least mobile or, or most or least vulnerable, which is rapidly changing. Here in Michigan, 18% uh, of children who are infected with COVID are, do eventually visit the hospital. Uh, that's particularly bad news. The, uh, if you keep your eyes peeled on the media, you will start to see things as they relate to uh, infections post-vaccination, particularly in that window between, the, say, the first dose and the second dose or within a week or two after the second dose, you're going to hear that's how much the, that's how high the run rate is. That's how high the infection rate is right now um, that the vaccinated people are injuring in the case data. And those people who have received their vaccination and have uh, are now enjoying the maximum of its protection are also still vulnerable. Again, it's not a disinfectant. It's not a a permanent and and complete immunity. And as the case, uh, I would say, as the UK and and Brazilian variant and South African variant begin to migrate their way out of the north, middle, the mid north, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin. It is, I see, starting to head into Indiana, Illinois, Ohio, Pennsylvania, even Iowa. It, it, it's coming to you, folks, as we had predicted here in the show. And, and very publicly, I made some very forward looking statements that had the potential to make me look like a complete jackass because of the. Uh, extreme, I guess, nature of my predictions and 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 the uh, particularly at a time where everybody's headed up to their fucking eyeballs with this thing. It it, it is now uh, what I feared would happen has happened, which is we have now gone from the old COVID strains that affect the elderly for the most part and our most deadly and the oldest population to. We're all we're all vulnerable now. In fact, the new variants seem to behave the opposite, and expect more variants as this gene uh, shifts. So, avoid the news stories. Don't pay attention to the news when the news tells you, "Hey, look, um, there's people who are vaccinated are getting sick. Your friends, your neighbors, your family." They're going to start saying, "Well, why should I get vaccinated?" It's yeah, obviously it doesn't work. Uh, yeah, I don't. I hope, hopefully nobody within within range of my voice now and in future is thinking about that or has those thought processes. If you're still 
wringing your hands over whether or not you should be vaccinated. Oh, I, I can I can tell you with 100% confidence, it is the right thing to do and you should do so. This, this again, folks, is a disease that's spread from human being to human being because of close proximity. So if you're not going to be vaccinated, you need to sequester yourself from society until we reach herd immunity, which could take 10 years. So again, you know, I take this one on usually because it's, it's damn dirt nasty. It's a nasty topic. And, and what's going on is nasty. On, a, on the whole, uh, the country is increasing. Again, and I'll share my screen as I do every week. Again, uh, we're starting to, you know, move from the green into the red. Now, a great majority of the country, because while these are green, they don't have the population that California, Texas, Florida, New York, Michigan, Indiana, Illinois has. Oh, it's getting scary. It's getting ugly. If I just zoom in on the last month of infection, it doesn't look too bad overall, right? But these are big numbers, right? No one's beating us. <laughs> We're still number one. I don't know. What about Brazil? I'll show you. In fact, they, they still haven't come close to our 5,000 a day record. No, but they are over 4,000. Given the population difference, that's pretty significant. Actually, it is. And that's the variant that's in Michigan. Yep. That's the variant that's going to matriculate its way throughout this country. Once we get it, once India gets it, and I, and I, I sounded like a broken record, but I just want to zoom in on India for a second. Look at the last, when I started Whoa. saying I'm concerned, look what's happened in India. Yesterday alone, they hit 170,000 cases. Wow. That's a Sunday count. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a Sunday count, which is usually a lazy count. Yeah, that's, that's real high. Um, okay, so we have a couple of comments that I've been, I've been watching. I was waiting for a good time to uh, you know, jump in. Um, and also, I'm going to ask you about Arizona numbers because I talked. Yeah, I'm going to go back to Arizona. I I, okay. Um, yep. But I talked a little bit a couple of weeks ago about how we were getting rid of our mask mandates and everything was reopening to full capacity and yada, yada, yada. Anyway, um, Alex June in the comments says, I have COVID and I'm from Michigan. Uh, James asked if he was vaccinated and he said not yet. Uh, they said not yet. I, I shouldn't assume gender. Um they said, I am clammy and have chest congestion and am a little weak. But other than that, I'm pretty asymptomatic. To me, sure. I wouldn't call that pretty asymptomatic, personally. When I can't breathe right, I get freaked out. That's <laughs> but, normal. I'm the coughing, the clamminess, you know, that I, that's a common. Uh, uh, depending on, so you're, I don't know when you, were, you got your positive or when you started feeling bad or what day you were exposed. But you got to count forward between seven and 10 days before you start crossing your fingers, right? Seven or 10 days is when 
uh, things get can take a turn. And when they take a turn, they can take a very nasty turn. So please monitor yourself. I, would, I do not advise heading to the hospital or a doctor's office yet. Uh, I hate to say this, but you basically have to be within, especially in Michigan, which uh, most of our emergency rooms are at capacity now. I, I'm going to say it again. Most of our emergency rooms are at 95% plus capacity now. That's how bad it is in Michigan. We were there not long ago, and we're probably going to be back there in not long. Well, let's take a deep dive on, uh, a quick deep dive on Arizona. I'll go through, when this populates, I'll go through the Arizona, uh, I'll go through the Arizona state data here, and I'll also look at a map. So Arizona puzzles me because um, Arizona public puzzles me because uh, there's such huge and it looks like y'all are holding your ground for now, right? You've seen some rough days, but you've been pretty steady since the decline of this. And I call it a second wave because look, it's a second wave. Um, you know, you guys have your, your, your cases started amping down in first of March or so, you know, right. Is my guess. That, yeah. Yeah. And you're holding the, you're holding your ground but, and, and you will, right. You will until now let's look at the map real quick. I just want to ask your, I want to, I want to show you where these, uh, there you go. So here's the counties of concern, right. A lot of times these counties, even though they look enormous folks, and they are, right, they're the size of 15 counties in some states, they're, 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 the infection's not so horrible, actually, not so horrible here. Um, this county shows, that I, I'd be surprised if this county had more than 20,000 people in it. Hold on, let me pull it up. I'm look, you look on your screen, and uh, it's, uh, go ahead. Yep. Um, Nellie was asking, what's going to happen when the vaccines start losing their effects after six to We'll see boosters. Um, boosters are in the works now. Vaccines to go around to redo third and fourth vaccines. Yes, we'll see boosters, and they will not be the same chemical composition as the vaccinations that are being distributed today. We'll start seeing boosters because they will have to course correct, right? For the South African variant, is slightly less uh, uh, Moderna and Pfizer, AstraZeneca. J and J are slightly less effective against the B1531. Uh, sorry, I, I think I've got that right. The South African variant, anyway. Um, and I, I think we'll see, we'll see, we'll see six, six to nine month boosters for those that have been vaccinated, and we'll see annual boosters thereafter, because um, this guy is going to mutate. That's what they do. That, that's perfectly normal. So, Dean, uh, Coconino County, I didn't realize that's where uh, Flagstaff is. Uh, Flagstaff has more than 20,000 people. Um, okay, got it. The population of the county is 134,000. Oh, that's quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. And I know some of these are... Uh, Navajo, on the other hand, that's another story. Navajo County has a population of uh, 107,000, really? Wow. wow. I would not have guessed that. Because so much of it is just empty reservation land. Yeah, I would imagine the same for Apache and for Mojave. 
Yeah. I, but I mean, that being said, Holbrook, Arizona is in Navajo County. So that makes sense. Ah, uh, well, if we go to Maricopa, we're, we're, we're blown close to three, almost 3000 cases in the last seven days. It's not horrible, but it is a stark increase. That's where Michigan was three weeks ago. We were anywhere from 24 to 40% up and to the point where we are today, which is shocking. Obviously it's one of the worst places in the world and the whole world is watching. Yeah. And uh, for, for Maricopa County population, just so you know, and, and I also want to point out that on those graphs that show the dates of the cases, you'll see yeah. how much later it started here compared to. Let's Michigan. look at, let's look at that for a moment. Um, let's look at Maricopa County. I want to drill in just a bit here. But Maricopa, Maricopa County has just shy of four and a half million people. Actually, it's probably more than that because that was 2019 and there's 20 something people moving here every day. Thanks. Yeah, so big jump today in Maricopa County. They turned in 800 cases versus not quite half of that the day before. So, uh, you know, keep keep your eyeballs peeled, folks. It, it, it's about to get weird everywhere, not just in, not just in. And the bre- reason these bars look so small is because historically they were, um, Maricopa County was hitting some pretty big numbers, 12K a day. Yeah, our, se- uh, our seven-day average, I think, was just just over six, maybe, at the peak. Wow. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, just over 68, uh, almost seven. Okay. Wow. Um, so Alex said, heard those boosters are going to cost money. That, that is the... Uh, that is the that is the that is corporate America, ladies and gentlemen. They'll sell you the printer for forty dollars, and they'll sell you the ink cartridges for forty dollars a piece for your life. So I fully expect the boosters to cost. Who knows? Could be pharma bro money. Who knows? It's a vulnerable position, and we have a uh, we have an administration that is highly highly. Uh, favors Wall Street and and preserving the market and preserving the market's profits. I am uh, I am hopeful that we will see we will not see that happen. But I'm also dismayed because I've noticed that Biden was a was was pretty adamant in upholding Trump's uh, former position of not forcing any of the pharmaceuticals to basically release their their recipe to the open source so that any country with the means and the raw materials and the method to do so can manufacture their own vaccinations that scared me that's when i realized when i saw that and not a whole lot of google and we'll get you to those stories as well covered a week ago when i when i saw that i realized that yes we we just got a $40 uh, inkjet printer and get ready to spend uh, $200 a year on ink, ink, ink cartridges or, or whatever bullshit product replace your consumables here. Uh, your fucking Keurig coffee pot, which, which is an environmental catastrophe. Um, you know, your car, I hate to say. <laughs> Shout out to the Amish for not having cars. 
Alex said it's honestly genocide, and I couldn't put it better myself. Uh, we've given our we, we we've we've proven over the last twelve months that we're very effective at self genocide. Um, we still have people who who will watch children die in emergency rooms and die in acute care facilities and insist that schools be open and insist that people uh, manage themselves without common sense protection and insist that we're being lied to and that these deaths are caused by normal circumstances that we've always dealt with believe is what they say often uh alex said same reason the polio vaccine wasn't patented another thing they say a lot is oh well look no one's dying from the flu no one's dying from the fucking flu this year because nobody's getting the flu because people were wearing fucking masks actually uh (laughs) actually uh I, I did mean to bring this up the last time. I might have. I forget. It seems like I've been not here in a month. Um, uh, it is the third leading cause of death. Um, it exceeds the seasonal flu by a factor of 10x in deaths. And by summer, and maybe by now, actually, it's on track to be the number two cause of death in the United States. Wow. Um. Well, we have so, ways to catch up with heart disease, but hey, we can do it. I believe in us. Oh my God. We're beating heart disease, guys. Go team. I I hate this. <laughs> I, I hate that last piece of that conversation. I just hate it. <laughs> hey, if you put your mind to it, you can do it. Put your back into it. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway, um, so you unicorn of COVID. <laughs> if you refuse to wear your mask. If you refuse to care about your fellow fellow Americans, your friends, your children. A mask here, damn it. Yo, is this live? Yeah, where'd that fence come from, yo? <laughs> Overnight uh, built Listen, today, I guess. Pigs move quick, okay? Yeah, when they know their lives are in danger. Yeah, you ever seen a herd of pigs running away? <laughs> yeah, I saw it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Man, concrete barricades. Rob, what did they you borrow said? those? Did they buy all those from downtown? <laughs> <laughs> What you said earlier when we were having to talk about uh, they need to put tractor or the farmers need to get there with tractors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, about two weeks ago, I believe it was in France, a bunch of farmers drove into Paris with their tractors and dumped a bunch of shit on government buildings. So, you know, no loss of life, no real violence, just uh, a big pile of shit. (laughs) And if that's not symbolic of our system, I don't know what is. Is this another mailbox incident in the making? Hmm. What? The mailbox. What mailbox? The victim of an outrageous violent crime at the beginning of our piece. 
Never mind. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I am yeah. just not drawing the correlation there. I'm sorry, Sterling. <laughs> You're fine, man. You are. Uh, Alex said those cops look better caged like that. <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh, hey. Yeah. Yep. Oh, like yeah. Seeing that makes me smile from ear to ear. Those people geared up. The Man, time out. You know what they did, bro? They went to a surplus store and they bought a couple water barrels. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's beautiful. That's ingenuity right there. They probably got they probably got like three shields out of one barrel, and that's like twelve bucks. Fuck yeah. Remember your people. Oh yeah, I paused it. Let me go. Oh, I am back. So um, I'm gonna leave this uh, playing. I'm gonna stop it for a second right now because I have to reorganize uh, my my screen. But I'm gonna pull up. Uh, we're gonna talk about the Chauvin trial while this video plays. And of course, if anything crazy happens, then we will switch over to that audio and just shut the hell up and listen for a minute. But yeah. All right. All right. So uh, the Chauvin trial, actually, I'm going to go ahead and plug uh, Unicorn Riot's Twitter. I'm going to drop that link in the in the comments. They have been they are based in Minneapolis. They have done a very great job of covering not only the uprising. Holy fuck. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Dude, that was a couple of hundred people last night. That is several thousand people today. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> man, that's beautiful. We're going to have a spicy luau today. You know what a luau is? It's a pig roast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I'm going to drop the, uh, the link to Unicorn Riot's Twitter in the comments. Um, they have ongoing coverage of both the George Floyd trial, which um, is probably adjourned or about to adjourn for the day. Um, and uh, they are also covering this, this uprising that we are watching right now in real time. Man, the future is weird. Yeah, it is. I'm just finding it somewhat amusing that the pigs jailed themselves. <laughs> they locked themselves up. I mean, I bet that no black men are going to get killed by the cops while, but while they're in that cage. Right? I mean, bullets go through cages, man. Yeah, you're right. Well, there are kids in cages, people. Oh, yeah. These kids have sticks. 
I can't believe there's no direct action going on about, well, I can't say that because they set the ice building on fire in Portland, but beautiful. beautiful. That's something else I forgot to uh, add to today's special edition. That is news. Oh, and I could electrify that fence with a generator. No problem. Dean, Dean, <laughs> David, for the book, my dude. <laughs> Oh man! Actually, no. Fucking tell all, man. If they all had those shields made of that plastic, they could form a wall against that fence and literally push said electrified fence into the cops. Mm. Ro, uh, it is uh, it is Roman orgy night here on the Four We Are Many Current Events live screen. <laughs> And podcast recording session. He's if you have, about. if you're just now tuning in, um, please find your toga. Toga, toga, toga. We'll be serving flash fried bacon. Mm. That's correct. Air fried bacon. Nice. Yeah, we're class. We're bougie up. Oh, oh, Rob, cut to the audio. There. Oh, yeah. Let's see what's happening. Flashbangs. Uh oh, there's your there's your picture. Yeah. Firing bullets now. Well, rubber bullets probably. Ooh. Yeah, people with the shield, get in front. Come on. Ah man, they're not coordinated enough. They need more shields too, but yeah. the umbrellas would work kind of as well. No, and they need to get the thrill seekers away from the front. Thrill seekers. That would probably not be good for any protest. <laughs> you don't think we're good? <laughs> no, man. They're they're not there for you. They're there for themselves. Oh, I mean, I would be there for them, but I'd be there to protect them. I know. That's the problem. They Alex, seek, they Alex, seek thrills at the front of the phalanx, and they draw fire, and then they make people behave heroically to try to save them. They're, 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 I think sometimes they're provocateurs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I was saying, I didn't mean to interrupt you at all, Dean. What you were saying was very important and expressed. Um, Alex in the comments said leaf blowers help with uh, tear. Well, all he said was leaf blowers. I, I know that he was talking about helping with tear gas. Yes. Yeah. Leaf blowers will disperse it. A metal I spread. dropped a link to the Ryobi 100 mile an hour battery operated 40 volt leaf blower in the comments. A metal yeah. trash gallop. Someone threw a bottle. Metal yeah, people are going to throw stuff, and that's not terribly, that's not that great of a concern. What, what's a concern is when they decide that, it, that the critical mass is, is there in the public life, and they will use those words, when the public, when public life is endangered, then, they, then that's when the hard, that's when they start behaving like real jackoffs. Yeah, and that's going to happen soon, looking at the size of the crowd. Um. I'm not sure how effective what they're doing there is, but hey, you know, you work with what you've got. Yeah. Yeah, at least. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, I think they're just trying to deflect the uh, the flashbangs that they're lobbing. Yeah, uh, I think so too. 
They need a shield wall. Yeah. They really yeah, need I, I, Yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I doubt that there's any uh, anyone in charge. Well, of course not. It's Right. So you can't control that. But the, the this bothers me. When I realize that there's a good five to a thousand people behind them, these, these guys in the lead getting selfies and shit, that bothers me. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. To, I mean, to an extent, yes, we need, we need the selfies for the publicity. So it gets the message out there. But at the same time, a lot of those people are thrill seekers that are going. Yeah. To, yeah. Maybe I'm, and I, I shouldn't be so fixated on that, you know, but, you know, you give, you give these guys some place to fix their effort and the message is lost. Oh, there's some stuff happening, man. Here we yeah. go. Oh, I thought I, there we go. I tried to Does use anyone the keyboard short. We need a football commentator. And the point here is that right Nico kind of directs them a little bit which that's cool you know remember if you're picking up tear gas canisters that is hot wear multiple gloves Nico is a veteran. I mean, he was there last year covering. There we go. That's not real. Oh, yeah. That's the fucking <laughs> one that I was just putting in the <laughs> comments, bro. Oh, fucking, fucking it's like beautiful. they went out and bought it after you put it in the beautiful. comments. Beautiful. Wait, right. did they just bypass Fucking stocks. No, they didn't. I've seen this wrong. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I need about a couple dozen of those, but that's what they did in Seattle. Hell, that one alone was pretty fucking effective. Live demonstration. Okay, so I'm going to mute this and go back to uh, what I was originally doing on Twitter. Um, which was Unicorn Riot. Oh, what did I just click? I clicked something that I didn't mean to click. And now it's taking me to a web page that I don't want to go to. Oh, it's still playing the live feed over here. Well, yeah, I'm in a different window. Yeah, all those people. There's so many people there, dude. Yeah, there wasn't that many there last night. I was, I heard I even seen friends on Facebook saying I'm uh, we're going there. Oh yeah, yeah dude. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm in a couple of uh leftist group chats and uh well, I know that you're in the one I'm talking about too. I'm not going to throw out which one, but there was several people in a particular group chat that were talking about going. That's right, people. We're talking about the Antifa super slut triple secret group hey <laughs> hey shout out to my antifa super sluts out there we love you you're doing great things for your country thank you for your service oh you definitely are you know and mark zuckerberg has given us all facebook platinum status just like you suspected i i thought so i thought so i told you a week ago that it was in the wind i could feel it facebook platinum was coming for us I'm excited. Yeah, I think a 
pretty skookum tractor could roll the barricade right down, no problem. Laughable, actually. We've got power tools already. I mean, we may get farm equipment in this. Oh, yeah, there yeah. we go. Oh, shit. These are professionals. <laughs> Look at this. Yes, these are vetted. I'm telling you, these probably... Oh, my God. I am so happy right now. <laughs> I don't even need to write my book, Rob. I'm still going to write it. But I, I still want to be I still want to be a part of it, but we can learn from this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about the Chauvin trial. Obviously, the defense was trying to show that uh, George Floyd was, you know, trying. Or basically, the defense has been saying from the beginning that George Floyd died of a drug overdose. They had another um, uh, witness today that was talking about how that's bullshit. Um, the defense is requesting sequestration sorry of the jury because of the events last night one of the jurors lives in Brooklyn Center Uh, Nelson that's a defense attorney thinks the jury should first be questioned about if they saw anything about last night why what the fuck Uh, The state is arguing that the uh, sequestration is not necessary because it was a different police department in a different area of Minnesota. Technically, that's true, but it's in the same county. It's less than 10 miles away. It's not in a different area of Minnesota. It is a different police department. With the same issues. Yeah. Okay, so closing statements are expected next Monday, April 19th. So I think it goes without saying we'll we will be talking about this trial again uh, pretty in depth next Monday. Um, the first witness today was Dr. Jonathan Rich. He's a cardiologist. Uh, he goes over his training and education, yada, yada, yada. Uh, yada, yada, yada. 20 years of experience, clinical research, 20 years of clinical research uh, experience. Um, he has also has experience with patients who have breathing or lung deficiencies. Um, he explains how he assesses a patient. Uh, Dr. Rich's opinion on Floyd's death is that he died from a cardiopulmonary arrest due to low oxygen caused by the restraint that he was in. Uh, He explained how the heart works, how the left side of the heart pumps the oxygen-rich blood to the whole body, and the heart is only as good as the fuel it's provided with, meaning oxygen. Uh, Blackwell asked what caused, Blackwell is the prosecutor, one of the prosecutors, uh, the one that was interrogating him first, says, or asked what caused the low oxygen in Floyd's body. Rich says being in the prone position caused positional asphyxia. Um, Rich also considered if a primary heart event such as a heart attack or an overdose directly caused the low oxygen. When reviewing reviewing the evidence, Dr. Rich reached with a high degree of medical certainty that Floyd did not die from a primary heart event. Did I just see a mortar like a like a firework? Our flashbangs, they just keep lobbing them. Uh, They bounce off stuff, trees, power lines, whatever. I thought maybe it was civilians returning fire with store-bought fireworks, but it's not close. No, man, because we're not yet. fucking jackasses, right? 
we're not trying to hurt anybody, right? They have a message. We 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 have, we want our voices heard. We shouldn't have to be under attack in order for that to happen. But that is apparently the case, and increasingly so. Yeah. So okay, I I know I'm jumping back and forth here, but as for the video, um, I think it's clear here who the right aggressors are. Right now, they're using crowd control grenades. Um, uh, that, yeah, chase bursts, I think they're called. Yeah. yeah, I saw that too. That's a lot of tear gas. Yeah, they're really wanting people to not be around that police station. So these assholes have this much bullshit on stock? Yeah. Yeah, all, Like all over the country, they just have big warehouses full of fucking chemical weapons and, and explosives to, to, to unleash upon us? Case, Burton, just Burton in case? Has, Is that right? Burton has a fucking MRAP. <laughs> I know. I know. Iasco County has an MRAP. The worst either of those two places would be dealing with is like a forest fire, meth heads, or a forest fire, neither of which doesn't MRAP help with. But I digress. I don't know what to say, but Ryobi's stock is at 1525 right now. Buy stock right now. (laughs) We should all just at least pay attention to it. Um, Yeah, in five years, they'll be using the, the, the leaf blower tear gas thing as a commercial. Colin Kaepernick with a leaf blower. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> just do uh, so. Just recently, you know, just recently, I'd like to point out that uh, somebody dug up the the two warrants that uh, Devontae Wright was supposedly wanted for, and um, they one was for uh, it was for two misdemeanors and. Uh, they were for minor, if not civil infractions. Uh, the total fines for those were $346. And he had already pled guilty and had filed a uh, request for a deferment, but probably because of COVID. And, and that's normal. Like a lot of folks are getting payment, fine, fine deferments for, for that reason. And uh, obviously some system didn't talk to another and it just belched out an automatic warrant. That's why he had a warrant. It wasn't because of misdeed or inaction or any violent crime or anything that anyone's imagination might run. So time out, it was for like 300 fucking dollars of unpaid yeah. fines? Correct. And, what and the fuck? And there was a deferment. He requested a deferment, but the but the computer probably calculated that they didn't it didn't get paid, so it issued a warrant automatically. No judge signed it. And the bottom line right there is that bullshit does not justify even trying to pull a taser on somebody. Fucking period. Oh, man, he's trying to get back in his car to leave. Let him leave. God damn it. Right. You already ran his plates. You know where he lives. I'm not I'm not saying they should follow and follow him home either. But he was not a threat. No, that's the point. Sent him a letter in the mail like pay your fine. Dick. That's Dick. the point. You know, you've got uh, Florida politicians uh, trafficking minors and doing real shit, walking free, and you've got a dead person of color because of what, you know, whatever um, it was. Anyway, didn't warrant lethal force. That's all I know. Right. They're, they're not What's just going dicks, on here. Dicks. 
that's excessive use of force, plain and fucking simple. Uh, Sterling, what's going on there is this guy in the blue helmet is showing that he is not a threat and showing that he is not going to leave. And showing that he can get his picture on Newsweek. He's not chanting. Do you at least have a gas mask on, though? That's what I want to know, and I can't tell from the back of his fucking head. No, he doesn't. He's a sorcerer. He's a fucking (laughs) warrior for sure. Sitting through fucking CS gas like that. Well, they're lighting him up, too. They want him to get up. Well, this yeah. is a quality test. You know what? He's he's passing. This is one of our generals here, ladies and gentlemen. All right, that's correct, folks. If you're listening, um, you pay close attention to this young man because uh, that is an entrance exam to uh, Antifa. Antifa, you you must be able to withstand a sustained thirty minutes minimum of 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 tear gas or. C4. He, he look oh, at he's that. starting to break. He's starting to no, break. See, he, he wouldn't cut it, would he, guys? Sorry. No. He can't be part of the Antifa special force. That's right. No, no, oh, no, oh, no 50 that. virgins for him. Oh, he's getting it. He's getting it. And they're not virgins, team. <laughs> they're the, uh, the sluts with the psychedelics in their vaginas. No, no, that's only after. Of course, oh, I turned oh, the audio back on when he stops chanting. Maybe after the protest. So I'd like you, to take a moment to just ret- remind my fellow Antifa sluts, don't leave home without your vaginal hallucinogens. <laughs> yes. I don't know what they are, but they're great. They're great. Uh, they, they somehow convinced people to storm Congress. And for those of you listening simply listening to my voice i hope that you catch the sarcasm there but it's there it's heavily implied at least yes if you weren't aware this is a literal story purported by the pillow guy yeah the pillow guy yeah don't buy his fucking pillows they're yeah, <laughs> that ain't my pillow if there's anybody <laughs> over the age of 50 please refrain from sharding your levi's right now <laughs> 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 too late oh man right we don't really put the hallucinogens in our vagina we put them in our mouths like like normal like, sluts i was just gonna say humans you had to take but, it there well, okay I mean, these are anyway traditional, traditional sluts <laughs> <laughs> so um, back to uh back to uh the chauvin trial dr rich yeah. is this beetlejuice show his face no Yeah, that's not Beetlejuice, man. But he does have a comic mask, and I kind of want to know what comic it is. Bring bring the audio back because I have suspicion. I have suspicion of what's happening right now. Yeah, he looks like a Native American. So does the drum. I was a drummer. I thought you guys were just talking shit. No, man. No, they're straight up war drums, bro. It's not technically a war drum, but all three. No, I meant I meant the the collective drumming. Yeah. There there is like half ah, get her. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, I, I also want to point out that they're not calling for, like, the murder of the police. They're calling for prosecution. Right. Anyway, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue on today's coverage of uh, the trial. Dr. Rich explains how, during COVID, he's been doing a lot of video assessments of patients and shares how he can still gather a lot of information just from a video. Neck veins, leg veins, breathing patterns, how they're speaking. Uh, up until the point that Floyd was being pushed or pulled or however you want to look at it through the squad car, Dr. Rich didn't notice anything that seemed related to low blood pressure or anything related to the heart at all. Uh, the restraint was in a life-threatening manner, and he described all of the ways in which he was restrained and held down by Chauvin and the other officers. Dr. Rich was looking for how Floyd's heart went into cardiopulmonary arrest. He observed that Floyd's speech started to become less forceful and his muscle movement slowed. Blackwell asked, uh, again, that's the prosecutor, asked what pulseless electric, uh, electrical activity is. Dr. Rich says it's like the heart is fluttering, but not pumping. Um, he Blackwell asked about the autopsy report and findings. Dr. Rich says he looked at the autopsy first and then went back to it at the end. He focused on Floyd's heart. He found that his heart architecturally looked normal. He said he was not surprised that he had coronary, uh, coronary artery disease because that's unfortunately common in the general population. None of the arteries were completely blocked, though. Uh, he said he didn't see platelets or clotting, which he would have seen if Floyd died from a heart attack. Um, and he explained how Floyd's endocardium was found to be smooth and shiny with no signs of any heart attacks. Um, and he goes on and on and on about how it was not. Uh, Dr. Rich doesn't believe fentanyl caused uh, Dr. Or, George Floyd's death. He mentions that Floyd probably had a high tolerance. Rich mentions an ER visit where Floyd took eight Percocets in two hours and had no symptoms. Wow. What? Trooper right there. Holy shit. To be fair, his uh, George Floyd's, um, I, I can't call her a widow. They weren't married, but his, his girlfriend, um, they both had uh, opiate addictions that they had been struggling through trying to get clean for over a year. Uh, we all, I know personally, um, have had experience with loved ones um, being addicted to opiates, and it's not an easy struggle. Um, so it's not surprising that he would have had a tolerance, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Dean, he's made it to the second level of the um, the initiation for the Antifa Special Forces. He's taken his shirt and helmet off and is now chanting the Antifa war chant. Outstanding. He is having a moment, though. That's, that's heavy. Man, he is going to wreck his voice. Yes. He needs a megaphone. Somebody hand the man a megaphone. Right. Yeah, he's having a he's a, he's in he's having a moment and I have been there a couple of times. Um 
So Blackwell asked Dr. Rich again if he believed George Floyd would have lived through the night of May 25th if he hadn't been restrained for over nine minutes. Nelson, the defense attorney, objected, but the judge overruled. Uh, Dr. Rich says yes, he believes that George Floyd would have survived. Blackwell then asked a hypothetical about if a general healthy person was restrained in that manner for over nine minutes, if they would have survived. Nelson objected, <clears throat> which the judge agreed with. Wow. And then went on break. Um, kind of like the Chicago 7 trial. <laughs> No, overruled. I've been been drawing since learning about it, which, by the way, Dean, I learned to learned about it that night. Um, But that's the best kind of that's the best position to be in, Don, to to have really no prior. You you were 100 percent objective, open minded. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, I don't know that there would be any way to paint that trial in and unobjective way because that trial was very very clearly mishandled Um, yeah yeah and you know i'm happy look at that motherfucker i'm happy to maybe break that down i love what they're doing here this is valuable information yes it is i'm gonna unmute So we've been seeing a lot of tactical systems. Tactical. We've been seeing this brand a lot. I actually meant to look them up and find out, you know, how much of our tax dollars are going to them. But I find tactical systems, Kings Road. Trying to read all of it, but I'll go back later and pause. It's out of Pennsylvania. Hey, Austin. And defense technologies. Protest. Yeah. Uh, so, what was the first one? And the other um, one was defense tech. Uh, I'll look up defense technologies. The first one was uh, combined tactical systems. This near death experience has been provided to you by Tactical Systems. Remember, Tactical Systems. For all your anti-antifa needs. All right, I'll rush back nice. here just to say something. Yeah, yeah. All right, so they're made probably about uh, 15 minutes from my house. Mm. So it's called Combine Tacticals. That's what it's called, the place where they make them at. It's in Jamestown, Pennsylvania. So I just figured I'd rush back right. here. They, they Hold on, we need to, I need to point out the irony as, as a amateur historian the fact that they use jamestown wait no no sorry sorry i what i had information in my head mixed up um well no jamestown is your holy shit dude so they can get everything from defense technology they make everything from helmets and riot shields and full riot suits they make batons zip tie restraints um, a whole array of tactical devices, aerosols, impact munitions, launchers, chemical agents. Beautiful. I think I know where we need to be protesting. Well, they do have protests. Uh, Combine Tactical makes uh, everything from 
rubber bullets to uh, those gas canisters and everything like that. All, all non-lethal beanbag uh, ammunition and all non-lethal uh, projectiles. So question, do they sell to the public? No, they do not. Uh, I've seen people protest there. Like we've had multiple people protest in uh, in front of their in front of their driveway and stuff. Like the fact that they make <clears throat> things they make three varieties of OC gas. The yeah. fact that they make stuff specifically to put down um, Americans' inalienable rights in a town that is so heavily tied with the revolution just the irony blows my fucking mind. Yeah. I, they've been making them for a while. That The place probably burns down every two years, I'd say, uh, because of uh, how it's run and what they, obviously what they make there. It's <laughs> bullshit that it's not, not lethal. Uh, the people that work there say that they, like, they immediately have to come home and take a shower. They can't touch themselves. They can't have their clothes touch their kids or their pets or anything because, you know, it basically, it, they're dealing with the really concentrate, concentrated stuff instead of, because uh, they, you know, they build it. They build the, they fill the canisters with the gas. They build the canisters. They, yeah. they do it, man. So it's crazy. They're getting chronic exposure. So fucking... It, who knows what diseases they might end up well with. i mean i'm curious what all they have because there's 24 pages on their website of uh of tactical uh defense technology branded tactical uh crowd control devices they have oc gas cs gas cn gas um in different varieties. And then they have an inert gas, which I would assume would be smoke, but I don't really know. And then they have warning and signaling rounds. Uh, and that's just on the first page. There's 24 pages. Yeah, it, Jamestown what's is the, like... What's the name of the place again? Defense Technology. I can send you the link. Actually, I'll just put it in the comments. And then the place in Jamestown is called Combine Tactical, where they make uh, the stuff at. Uh, my sister, my stepsister, she was actually a manager there for a while. She quit working there. But, uh, yeah, it, it, people don't work there for long, like, uh, you know, because of all the shit that happens, the gas, unsafe work environment. So that's all. All right. So Combined Systems was founded in 1981 uh is the recognized leader in the design manufacturer and marketing of security products for the global defense and law enforcement markets as the premier supplier of less lethal munitions we all know they're not they don't even use the shit properly making them less less lethal uh to begin with why are uh, they kneeling in that direction are there cops is that a line of cops over there I think so. Hence the oh. shiny vest. Oh, shit. Are they trying to corral them? I'm going to have to... Okay, so like I'm going to put the... They have... Oh, my God. They have aerosols, irritant munitions, flashbangs, stingers, impact munitions, breaching munitions, um, a whole tech torch line. I don't know what that is. A venom line. I don't know what that is. Um, 
a Typhon line. I don't know what that is. Uh, handcuffs and launchers. So yeah, they make a lot of shit. Um, all these impact rounds that we were seeing yesterday, uh, though, are <laughs> some of the first things that come up, the marking rounds, which also are not supposed to be shot directly at people, but they were shooting them at press yesterday. Cops are moving in. Yeah, I, I see this. I'm gonna I'm gonna shut the hell up and like Standing Rock when they shot that woman, took her arm out. You want to talk at all? What's up? You want to talk at all? Yeah. How's it feel to be out there? What are you thinking right now? Um, it's just really sad that everything that's going on right now with the George Floyd trial, and it just happened to happen at, like, the same time. It's not it's the really George Floyd trial, you like, dipshit. it's not a yearly occurrence, and I really hope that uh, the city of Minneapolis can really get everything together so we can just have another peaceful community again. It's just really sad, and I, right. uh, prayers for the family, and I, and I really hope we can, I really hope we can, uh, yeah, just become, become peaceful and loving again. Thank you. Yeah, man. Appreciate that. When you face an insurrection or a threat to democracy called defense here. technology, um, we bring the heat. Taking their positions right there. Dean. <laughs> State troopers stop their line at sort of like the line of the driveway into the precinct or the police department. They stopped their line a few yards too early. Now they're, they're moved up. So time out. Like they really gotta like put the, the 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 state of Minnesota on their fucking uniforms. They ain't got no badge numbers <laughs> or identifying fucking marks, but it looks like they all have you know like. Um, we had a meeting and it was really yes. important to us to demonstrate band synergy. So... <laughs> so what happened to the barricades? Do they go around them? What's going on? Yeah, They're really itchy. Really itchy to shoot them. To shoot those guns. Mm. They're crowd control munitions in them. They're most likely 40 millimeter marker rounds. And they probably have... Which are not supposed to be shot directly at a person. Especially at point blank range. So they're now trying to move this gentleman. We're about to see an arrest. Yeah. They just arrested him. Our general. Yep. The fuck? And he is officially, people, he is officially in the third phase of the Antifa Special Forces training. Yes, that's right. Um, in case you were wondering, he is the forward-facing 3rd Battalion. Oh, and there comes a fucking... Is that an armored truck or a paddy wagon? I can't tell. Yeah, I can't tell from this, Yo, this angle. Um, this he is now entering the uh, the seer portion of the training. The military vets out there will understand what the seer screen is and laugh a little bit at the uh, the irony in that joke. Everybody. Yeah, that's where they deny you organic meat and vegan diets. We have to withstand that for at least seventy two hours. And and Sarah McGa Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Hey, what up? In the 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. I muted it right as an interview. We're going to continue to say Booster Ground. This is bullshit. They assembling this shit, man. They protecting these government official buildings out here. Got state troopers, uh, Minnesota, uh, I mean, Brooklyn Center, Brooklyn Park Police Department, Minneapolis Police, uh, Police Department. They tried, they tried it. They tried to pull three up. They tried to pull three up. They didn't grab them. Now they're telling them, shut the fuck up and get the fuck back. As a firework goes off in the distance. Man. Uh, I got hit with a rubber bullet yesterday, so I'm best up today. I ain't gonna have that. Yeah. Uh, Fuck yeah. Again, like I said, this is this is unbelievable that, that that they're doing this to us, man. Like we did something wrong. They killed Dante Wright. Uh, they was in the wrong, not us, man. And again, we got uh, you know George Floyd uh, trial going on. Uh, they killed Double uh, South South Minneapolis. They keep on murdering us, man. Back to back to back to back. And they they want to give us a curfew? That's bullshit. That's bullshit. So we're going to continue to be out here boost the ground, man. And this is why I say we need to continue to be pushing legislative changes and getting our brothers and sisters in the offices and these tables because this shit right here. The people the, the people are sick and tired. The police is not here for the people. They're not here to protect and serve. We can do this ourselves then, if that's the case. CPAC, family supporting families against police violence. Uh, Twin Cities, Justin for Jamar Clark. Uh, we got organizations out here ready to step up to the plate and do it. Uh oh. And he got away. All of that, and he got away. That's the captain out here pushing people now, too. That was the captain out here, right here, this last one. This is the captain. This is leader? The state trooper. The captain of the state troopers, right here. Very aggressive. You were just hearing from Cortez Rice, you can check out his live stream. This is Nico from Unicorn Riot. We're here live at the front line of a curfew of the police trying to install a curfew. Excuse me real quick. Excuse me real quick. All right, I'm gonna give that man a sweater back. You kidding me? <laughs> what do you <laughs> yeah? Anyway, um, while we are uh what's the word i'm looking for continuing to monitor the situation go ahead on with george floyd um, trials please. yeah i have to i have to for scroll back sake. down to where i was because i accidentally closed the uh okay now i'm back where i was Uh, maybe. This thread is so long. They do a different thread each day, so that helps. Yeah, is that on the? You mean on the, on the live stream chat on YouTube? Uh, no, that's their Twitter feed. I thought. Oh, it's on their Twitter feed. Okay, gotcha. yeah. I thought I put the link in the uh, comments directly to the. Um, thing, but in case I didn't, now it is. You know, uh, it just occurred to me that um, we probably should have some war chest of our own. Some what? A war chest of our own. You know, some funds to buy 
battery packs in case we're streaming to buy some of our own personal protection gear, protective gear in case we find ourselves in person. Um, right. Definitely would be worthwhile to have a workshop and and take some of our, 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 our viewers and fans um, inputs. Uh, there's never a lack of things to do, you know, so. Yeah. Like, you know, you know what, what protective gear, what tactics um, what we should have on hand, what should we carry on our persons? And, uh, and, and very important, I think, to what, you know, Unicorn Riot and other, other groups do, which is document events as they happen. You know, this is about as unbiased as you can get. You may hear an editorial comment or two, and I, I don't think anyone in this call or listening to my voice is unbiased, but it is important to document the events as they happen. Um, so one of the witnesses today is a an ex, he's been an expert witness more than 30 times justifying use of force based on video evidence um so he said he was asked if the size of a person can pose a threat or a risk uh he said that it can be a risk but it is not a threat and a risk cannot justify use of force if you're listening to my voice google the 21 foot rule Um, he talks about different types of resistance, um, says use of force isn't always quick action, like firing a gun. It can be sustained, which is what happened in this situation. Um, so in this case, uh, he says before arriving on the scene, Chauvin would have known that Floyd was possibly intoxicated because that was mentioned in the 911 call. And then a counterfeit bill was involved, um, potentially involved. We still don't know if it was a counterfeit bill. We never will. It probably wasn't. I've had kid cashiers try to tell me that an old $20 bill isn't real. I mean, come on. Or you show them a $2 bill and they're like, oh, there's no way that can be real. Come oh, on. that's happened to me more than once. In fact, I have a friend who... Uh who gets cut sheets from, from the U.S. Mint where you actually can get sheets of $2 bills and then he takes them to a friend who's a printer and he binds them and he will take that pad of money into a store and rip the bills out. <laughs> uh, he's That's kind of a troll move, I guess. But, but genius. Um, so he broke down the whole nine minutes and 29 seconds and, and you know, throughout, he's like, well, this person said this, uh, that he should be on his side. This other officer said he should be on his side. This off-duty EMT offered medical care and you refused it. You know, like he was just breaking down every, <laughs> every little thing that Chauvin did wrong. There was a lot of mistakes made that day. Um, but is this a picture yeah, that's a picture. I'm going to stop this screen share so I can a different thing real quick. So the, the red 
is uh, the nine minutes and 29 seconds uh, where Chauvin was kneeling on George Floyd's neck. Um, he had been placed in the prone before that, which is uh, exhibit number two in the courthouse, I believe, is that moment in the video. Um, yeah, I'm going to go back to the video now. That's that's all I wanted to, to show there. But the uh, point is, is Tao mentioned a different restraint, um, you know, a couple of minutes in at, at 8.20 and change, 8.20 and 30 seconds almost. Um, a bystander said, roll him over. And Chauvin said, no, he's staying put at about 8.23. Uh, and then another bystander said, roll him on his side at about 8.26. Um, Chauvin didn't get off his neck until almost 8.29. Yeah, James, exactly. Uh, James said, killed him and didn't care. Just my opinion, though. That's exactly what it looked like. He had his fucking hands in his pockets the whole time. And then when his supervisor got there, which we also saw last week, in uh in footage he walked over to his supervisor's car and leaned in the window and had a casual conversation with him he didn't care at all um yeah i have to agree james is right so uh ex-officer king checks floyd's pulse which is shown in the screenshot of his body-worn camera he then says out loud that he can't find a pulse and Chauvin doesn't move off of Floyd's neck. That was at 825, just before 826. You might as well say 826. Um, but the point is, though, that, um, you know, he said out loud, it's on the body camera footage that he can't find a pulse and Chauvin doesn't move. Uh, then they showed a clip from when paramedics arrived, which is when Chauvin finally lifts his knee off of Floyd. That's not entirely true either. The paramedics arrived, but they had to park almost a whole block away because by that point a crowd had gathered. And then an EMT ran over there first and talked to Chauvin. And then they went back with a stretcher and then Chauvin took his knee off of Floyd's neck. That's why it was nine minutes and 29 seconds and not eight minutes and 46 seconds or whatever everybody was saying originally. Um, so Stoughton was still on the stand. Um, he was asked if Floyd presented as a threat during that nine minutes and 29 seconds, uh, which he blatantly said, no, he did not. Um, He played a, the, the prosecution played a clip of when Officer Tao said, this is why you don't do drugs, kids, to the bystanders. Because um, that's funny. Right. Uh, don't to be doing drugs or we'll kill you for it? Yeah, right. Uh, the clip stuck out to Stoughton because the office, if the officers were worried, as they were say, the defense was saying they were, 
If the officers were worried about a threat from the bystanders, they probably shouldn't say things that are going to piss them off. But they wanted a confrontation, I think. Um, also, uh, Stoughton said officers are not paramedics and they are not doctors. So uh, they need to respond to a situation as it appears and trust someone if they say they are in medical distress. That goes for anyone in uh, police custody. Officers are not doctors. Um, you're checking pulses, you know you fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Or at least you should. Uh, no one the, defense attorney, the, the defense attorney asked if a reasonable officer has to have awareness of his circumstances. Stoughton said yes. Nelson asked, that's again, that's the defense attorney, asked uh, if someone says they are going to cooperate but aren't acting like they will, should the officer assume the person will cooperate? Um, and Stoughton said the officer shouldn't assume what a person will or won't do. Um, uh, Nelson asked Stoughton to recall his opinion that when a reasonable officer arrives on a scene, they would assume an arrested individual was searched if they were being put into a squad car. Nelson then asked if the officer uh, wouldn't know if it was thorough and then brought up the prone position. Um, uh, uh, Stoughton confirmed that he did not think the prone position was necessary or reasonable. Nelson asked if reasonable minds differ and Stoughton says not on this point. Um, he read a quote from an article written by Stoughton in the Washington Post. The quote mentioned the prone position and Stoughton said the context was for being handcuffed. Uh, Nelson also reads a part that says putting pressure on the neck while in prone shouldn't happen. And Nelson brings up this is, that this article was published a few days after May 25th, 2020. Naturally, it was written because of this situation because he believed that maybe this is a training issue, which now we're seeing that it's blatantly not a training issue. Um, At least maybe not specifically with that set of circumstances, because even his higher ups said that he was not trained to do that. He was trained to... No, actually, he was trained three times in less than two years prior to that to not do that. Exactly. Um, whether that's the, the prone position or the knee and the neck, he was trained not to do both of those things. I think he was having a moment of a fucking power trip and he was trying to intimidate the crowd. Like, see, I can do this all I fucking want. You know, like it didn't matter how much they yelled at him. It's like, dude, you're fucking killing him. He just looked at him like, and you know, the, the dead look in his eyes. Like, that's a fucking psychopath. A murderous fucking psychopath. This goes so far beyond just a lack of care for life. That's why, like, people who are arguing over whether they can prove enough intent for the second degree charge, like, how Man. can you not? 
Every time that Nelson asks a question, I want to punch him. Nelson asks about a possible risk if they flipped. Uh, that's a typo. It says if they flip Shalvin over, but obviously it was supposed to be if they flip Floyd over. Stoughton says if they perceived a risk, that is not a threat. You can mitigate risks. Uh, Nelson ends the cross-examination. So, like, that was his, like, last-ditch effort was, like, well, could it have been a risk if they flipped him over? What? He was already it, cuffed. Right. Uh, and then the prosecution asked if Stoughton thought a, re a reasonable officer would have noticed he was kneeling on top of a limp body, and he said, yeah, I would hope so. Oh, my God. Um, he also brings up that it's well known that someone in positional asphyxia may move their body to try and breathe. George Floyd wasn't resisting. He was trying to survive. Um, and then that was the last thing of the day. So tomorrow morning, that'll be that'll be back on. Um, Ron. Nice to see you tonight. I, I've seen your name in the watching, but I haven't seen your name in the uh, comments yet. So good to see you. He said, if the crowd would have actually physically interacted with the cops, they would have used that to justify their actions and there probably wouldn't have even been a trial. Okay. Then, uh, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you, but what we would have seen last summer, multiply that by about 12. Um, and he, he also said, most cops occasionally get on a power trip bad cops are usually always on a power trip mm. and that's what you're seeing on your screens right now ladies and gentlemen that's my take anyway thanks ron that's uh um and, and keep in mind uh i don't want to put too much out there but ron is a a former paramedic for like 20 years in two different counties in the state of michigan it's not like he's never interacted with the cops. And he can correct me on if, if it was something other than a paramedic or if it was longer or shorter than 20 years, but I think that's a pretty good ballpark summary. 37 years. Holy shit, what? Wow. Okay. So almost double what I said. <laughs> Ron and I have clothing articles that are 37 years old. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so I do have a, an AP news article. If somebody wants, if, if you're trying to like show things from the unicorn riot coverage and somebody tries to say that didn't happen because they're independent media, I am going to also drop the Associated Press um, link in there because the, the transcript's pretty much the same. I just like how it's live updates constantly with uh, Unicorn Riot. That said, I'm going to unmute this now. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Thank you, the police are... Adding reinforcements to their line in front of the apartment complex. Apartment complex? Where are they? You can check out our Twitter feed. I think we probably um, have some information. That there. is the apartment complex that last night was uh, uh, surrounded completely in tear gas. Oh. Um, 
Okay, gotcha. Which yep. th- that's another thing. There's kids that that are living there. There is elderly people that are living there. And whether or not the cops know it or not, they did deploy massive amounts of chemical agents and irritant weapons, uh, knowing that the wind was blowing towards those apartments, um, with literally no regard to the people living in those apartments. But fuck is their neighborhood on the line trying to make an arrest the police areas that they don't fucking live in that ain't their community their neighborhood they don't give a fuck right I'm gonna turn that down just a little bit so that way we can hear it but we can still talk they just came the captain is coming up. He just snatched a young woman. Very young. <laughs> James said, you mean with the big sticks they have in these videos, they really need to put knees in people's necks? Exactly. That's one of them. One of them just got grabbed back there. Person was like, where'd they go? That was one of my friends. And so here's, a, here's another thing. You wonder why it's so dark out here. They shut off all the lights. They, they made it a, a, a point to shut off all the lights that are on the street. People were asked about that. The, the, I think the police chief and the mayor might have been asked about that at a press conference. So again, now the police are just picking people off at random. Maybe not at random, but when they want to, they're breaching the line that they have and they're sending three or four officers up usually three to try to snatch people. Here's two people who haven't been snatched, who've been, seems like the police have been trying to snatch. Hands up! 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 Pepper spray more people. Police just grab somebody again. Very violent arrests. Damn, they just shot a dude right next to me.
wonder if they're going to take him to McDonald's. Sorry if I'm off on some of these movements of the camera. My camera is glitching right now. The weather and whatever else has made the screen upside down. So apologies. Doing the best I can. They're pointing a they're pointing the guns at this person in the car. I'm not sure why. These fucking pigs. United States has a hog problem, ladies and gentlemen, um, especially in areas down south. Uh, this this isn't me being facetious. I'm actually talking about an infestation of wild pigs, but I figured it would actually tie into what we're seeing right now. A lot of press. I've seen that at least maybe five to ten arrests. Hard to tell. All this training and everything y'all go through. Higher. Fuck. I got sons. I got boys. Y'all got kids. Just imagine. If somebody accidentally pulled the trigger on your fucking son, how would you feel? I swear to God, do y'all hear me, T? You me. I got boys. I got sons. I got sons. I got sons. I got sons. I got boys, T. I got boys, T. I got babies, T. I got babies, T. Do y'all hear me, I got babies, G. I got sons, y'all. That shit hurt. That shit hurt me. I don't even know Will Fox. Well, rest in peace, him. Dante Wright was his motherfucking name. And I just want that shit today. I don't know that man, but why do I gotta learn his name? Because y'all murdered him. Hey, I don't know. Hard to watch. Damn if y'all murder one of my sons, G. 
think y'all about to pull a trigger on my son, G. This shit a game to y'all. Are we target practice or something? Nigga, y'all shoot at us for fun? Y'all got all these fucking army people out here? Don't nobody care about that shit? It's all about if you listening to me. I see you fucking looking at me, G. You can turn your head, but you was just hearing me. Nigga, that shit just touched your soul because this whole time I've been talking, you, right here, you've been all in my face. You're feeling me. Y'all feeling that shit. You motherfucking secondary. Y'all can hear that shit. You're ordered to disperse to the north. Leave the area or you will be arrested. That shit bogus, G. I got babies out here. But y'all don't care about that. That's why we show y'all that we give a fuck about our people. This community is obviously in a huge amount of pain. And all they can say is this is an unlawful assembly. This is an unlawful assembly. This is an unlawful assembly. You want to know why it's an unlawful assembly? Because they said so. It's all it takes. Um, anyway, um, I guess. Oh, cops are moving again. Um, All right, so our next topic, um, we'll we'll come back to the to the stream. Of course, we will. Right. Um, but I also don't want to be doing this literally all night, so uh, I will continue moving on. Um, I want to preface this segment, the well-armed proletariat, or WAP for short by saying that this in no way ties to the unrest that we are currently um, witnessing. Um, this is about basic self-defense. Um, anyway, this week's working class firearm of the week is the Remington. Yeah. <laughs> the Remington 783. Uh, it comes as pictured from Cabela's for $379.99. It shoots th uh, 300 Winchester Magnum rounds. Um, and it comes with that scope. Um, I will put the link in the comments. And that's that whole segment. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> brief and to the point. A lot of heavy stuff happening right now, man. Stay safe out there. Um, before we jump back to that video, though, there was a shooting in Knoxville today. Um, at least one dead, one wounded. It was at Austin East Magnet High School in Knoxville, Tennessee. Police responded to reports of a person who was possibly armed in the school. When officers approached the person, shots were fired. A teenager was killed, and and, and a police police officer was shot this afternoon in a shooting 
uh, at about 3.15 p.m. at Austin East Magnet High School in Knoxville. I already said that. That's kind of redundant. Um, the superintendent tweeted at about 4.20 p.m. that the situation had been secured and the medical examiner's vehicle left the school at about 5 p.m. School will be closed Tuesday and Wednesday. Neither the police nor school officials have taken questions and have not confirmed the number, the number of people shot or their conditions. Uh, a male suspect has been detained for questioning. And uh, we have a video statement from the mayor of Knoxville, um, which I'm going to play for you before we go back to the protest coverage. Oh, it's muted. Now, reporter Kristen Gallant, she is hearing from Mayor India Kincannon. Kristen, what is she telling you right now? Hey, that's right, guys. We just got word that the officer involved in the shooting was transported here to UT Medical Center. I'm here with Knoxville Mayor India Kincannon, who just left his bedside. Tell me, uh, what is his condition right now? Well, I was uh, able to speak to him. He's conscious. He's in good spirits. I uh, said thank you for acting so courageously to uh, protect the people uh, inside the school. And he said he'd rather it be him than hurt than, than anyone inside the school. So I uh, thanked him and said, uh, uh, like the rest of the community, our thoughts and prayers are with him. I met with his wife uh, as well. And, um, you know, we're very grateful uh, for KPD's quick response to this. And I want to assure the community that the response was quick and, and the scene is secure. Um, and uh, uh, thank you to the school personnel who uh, were able to quickly uh, collaborate with KPD and make sure that kids got off to, uh, out of school safely uh, as soon as possible. It breaks my heart that this is happening, uh, and I, my thoughts and prayers are with everybody affected, uh, particularly those uh, in and around the Austin East community. They've been through a lot, and. Uh, we're glad that things are safe at the moment and we're waiting further investigation. And we're not releasing the name of this officer at the moment, but what is his uh, condition like? What is his spirits like right now? You know, he was in uh, remarkably good spirits. He was laughing and joking around. He's an experienced officer. <coughs> He's been with KPD for some time. And um, he said that, uh, you know, he, he's confident that the doctors have things under control and he's going to be getting more medical attention as needed. All right. Thank you so much, Mayor. Uh, again, here at UT. So, first of all, did they, did they really do an interview with the mayor with a lawnmower going in the background? Uh, Some people really have to leave floor. Back, bro. Yeah. So in terms of shootings like this, I don't, I don't even really know what to say. Um, honestly, like, and, and I'm not meaning to, 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 I guess, sound sympathetic with the, with the shooter. Cause that's not the case. I'm not trying to make excuses for him. Um, first of all, Betty White, um, Second of all, we know that it was a male suspect taken into custody. It, it, it fits the exact bill of every time we see these fucking shootings. However, I think that we're seeing so many of these things because of the state of our society. Um, as capitalism is breaking down, people are more and more at their wits end. And 
for reasons that I will never fucking be able to understand, they end up doing things like this. This doesn't solve anything. I mean, do they do it for their 15 minutes of fame? I mean, I, I don't understand. No, no, no. They're doing it because doing something like this <clears throat> well, it's a form of nihilism, isn't it? It, it, it? They they hate society to the point where they want to punish it. And the best way to punish society is to do something that society as a whole views as horrendous, horrendous abhorrent, whatever term you want to use. Did you call me? No, no, oh. Dean. Horrendous or ab abhorrent. Which one was you? <laughs> Probably horrendous, but yeah, that's that's what this is. The, you're you're right. They're pissed off at society, and and the reason that they do things like this is because that's how they hurt society. The way that they feel hurt by society. I mean, that's fair, but it it doesn't fix anything. No, it doesn't fix anything. That's not the point, though. The point yeah. isn't to fix anything. It's yeah, just you're right. So I am actually a little bit I am actually a little bit behind the live because there's an interview um, right here. But they're emptying out this parking lot. Hey, you do realize you told us you do realize you told us to stand under sixty seven hundred building underneath the light and we was forced to move from right there, right? That was the designated place at that point. And the law enforcement mission became moving to you told us to go right there and all the press to go to sixty seven hundred right under directly underneath the light. We moved right there and was dispersed from right there at the same time. So which one is which 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 order are we supposed to follow? The dollar store we had to get past the dollar store, sir, because it was I've already talked to you tonight, sir. Yeah. Yep, so. Dispersal orders, they apply. Then when we go to the gas stations, it's going to be moved from the gas Again, it's hard to tell with the lights. Is that a armored vehicle or a paddy wagon? I think it's an MRAP. Yeah, I, I think so too, just based on the size, but those lights make it hard to see fucking anything. It looks way more armored than a paddy wagon though, and bigger. Hey, just fun fact, um, not tied to uh, anything that's going on here. The MRAP that that the uh, the police departments buy off the uh, from the military surplus, they have a tipping point at about thirty five degrees. Just random thing that I know. And if you just so happen 
to strike it at that angle with enough force, that means you'll flip that motherfucker. We were going to leave that unsaid, Trisha. <laughs> um, I know Don has some thoughts on this. I'm sure we all do, but Don was Don was expressing some thoughts on it earlier today. Um, so in Virginia, um, the only reason we're finding out about this now is because of a, a, a lawsuit. It's not even it's not even because it was investigated by the police department or anything. Um, so this took place in Windsor, Virginia. Uh, actually, this isn't even, uh, the, the, it is the story I thought it was, but I, I misspoke earlier. I thought it was an army or a, a Navy officer. It was an army Lieutenant. Yep. Um, slowed down on us route 460 flipped on his turn signal and looked for a lighted place to pull over because it was dark less than a mile away he saw a gas station he drove his tahoe into the parking lot and stopped um meanwhile uh windsor police officer daniel crocker radioed he was attempting to pull over a vehicle with no rear license plate and tinted windows he said the driver was eluding police and considered it a high-risk stop um the written report acknowledged, however, that the SUV was traveling at a low rate of speed. Uh, another officer was driving by when he heard Crocker's call, saw, saw him attempting to pull the vehicle over and decided to join the traffic stop. Um, what happened after that has been disputed by the officers and the victim, but the police officer's own body cam footage and a cell phone recording made by uh, the What's the word I'm looking for? Victim. Yeah, that's not the word I was looking for, but yes, that'll work. Anyway, uh, back up the army lieutenants. Oh, wait, actually, no, that was a bystander, Nazario. Okay. I guess I could have read further for context clues, but my bad. Um, but the cell phone recording back up the lieutenant's version of events um, the attorney made the statement, it's all right there in the footage. Uh, the lawsuit was filed in federal court because it alleges Nazario's constitutional rights were uh, violated. Windsor Police Chief Rodney Dan Riddle did not respond to a request for comment. Windsor is a small town with a population of 2,700 people. Crocker and Gutierrez both still work for the department um, and are the only named defendants in the lawsuit. Neither could be reached for comment. According to the lawsuit, when the two officers got out, they immediately drew their guns and pointed them at yep. Nazario, who was black and Latino and was dressed in uniform yep. as he sat in his SUV. While Crocker had radioed, he was pulling the vehicle over for not having a license plate. His body cam showed there was a cardboard license plate typically used on new cars posted in the rear window. The officers shouted conflicting orders at Nazario, telling him to put his hands out the window while also telling him to open the door and get out. At one point, Scudieres uh, told Nazario he was fixing to ride the lightning, uh, reference to the electric chair. <laughs> Nazario repeatedly asked what was going on, but got no response. Frightened and unsure what to do, he told the officers he was scared to get out. Gutierrez then responded, yeah, you should be. You fucking kidding me? The officers then attempted to pull Nazario out of the vehicle when the 27-year-old asked that they call a supervisor. Gutierrez stepped back and pepper sprayed him multiple times. Four times. 
four that's... times. No, that's multiple, but I'm you specifically four fucking times. Right. A it's United gonna... States Army lieutenant in full uniform in a truck he just bought. That if they ran the temp tag, they would see belong to him. Um, the chemical uh, temporarily blinded Nazario and caused a <laughs> sensation in his lungs, throat, and skin. That's typical. Nazario's dog was in a crate in the back and also started to choke. He got out of the vehicle and again asked for a supervisor. Um, Gutierrez responded with knee strikes to his legs, knocking him to the ground. And both officers struck him multiple times then handcuffed and interrogated him. Gutierrez wrote in his report that his body cam video stopped recording when it was compressed between him and Nazario during a struggle. Bullshit. There shouldn't be a button on it to turn it off. It should just be on. You're on the clock, that fucker's on, period. Um, Crocker opened the windows and tailgated the SUV after Nazario expressed concern about his dog. When Nazario told the officers he waited to pull over until he could get to a well-lit area, which, by the way, you're supposed to do. I mean, if you're in a town, I mean, it's one thing if you're in the middle of bumfuck nowhere and there's literally nowhere for miles. But if you're in a town, you're not supposed to just pull over on the side of the street. You're supposed to pull over in a well-lit area. That's what attorneys say. That's even what police say. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Um... Gutierrez even said that was reasonable. Weird. Uh, Realizing that they had acted illegally, the officers told Nazario that if he would chill and let this go, they would release him without filing any charges. But if he fought it, which Gutierrez acknowledged he had the right to do, Nazario would be charged and would have to go to court and notify his command. I mean, to be fair, like I get the threat that he was trying to make there, but to be fair, his command would probably understand. Oh, his command has to find out about it anyway. You have a lieutenant, more than likely a line lieutenant, so a platoon commander showing up to work beaten and maced. Command is finding out either way. And I'd be surprised if command wasn't fucking pissed. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah. Technically, what those cops did was an assault on government property. Because when you sign that contract to join the military, your body literally becomes their physical property, which is why they can give you limitations on how you can cut your hair, um, you know, where you can have tattoos, exposed, what type, et cetera, things like that. And it applies to if you get assaulted by somebody, then that's literally a, a crime against the fucking military against the government itself because you just harmed a member of it and so that might be interesting to see what charges come of it yeah well it's not going to be charges yet anyway uh this is a civil lawsuit but charges could follow based on the investigations that happen for this lawsuit you were going to say something don you started yeah, but I don't have the words, so skip. Okay, <laughs> fair. Uh, so Gutierrez wrote in his report that he felt he had two options, charge Nazario with obstruction, eluding, and assaulting an officer, 
or release him without any charges. He didn't do any of those fucking things. Um, and then the report said, I made the decision to release him without any charges. The reason for this decision is simple. The military is the only place where double jeopardy applies, meaning that whatever happened in civil court, the military could still take action against him. Being a military veteran, I did not want to see his career ruined over one erroneous decision. Crocker's report also states that he chose not to file any charges because Nazario <laughs> was active duty military up for promotion and the officer didn't want to see his career ruined for, quote, poor judgment. The lawsuit argues the officers did not have probable cause to charge Nazario with any crimes, that the stop was illegal in the first place, and that the officers threatened to ruin the, the officer's military career to cover their own misdeeds. And that's exactly what they were going for. Yeah, that was absolutely it. And I'm willing to bet that the officer that said that he was a veteran himself was probably prior enlisted, not an officer. Um, there's a big distinction there. There's stigma. There, there's um, a lot of stigma between officers and enlisted. We don't typically get along because officers are viewed as, you know, stupid college kids that got bachelor's degrees in underwater basket weaving so that they could be United States Army officers. So I'm... I don't know. The whole thing's fucked up. The, the only person that the cops in no way acted justifiably. And when my mom was telling me about it, I was so mad that I was almost in tears, which through the um, through the serotonin reuptake inhibitor that I'm taking, which should make it to where I, you know, almost can't cry. had me pretty pissed off yeah so yeah. so uh i'm gonna introduce this next uh segment here and then i'm gonna bring the live feed back up uh but i felt like we probably should read the little red book while uh we're watching a real life example of a dual power system you know okay this is dual power people organizing their communities in the streets that is dual power <clears throat> that is how we enact change anyway um let me unmute this there we go so they've been pushed back to gas stations that they were uh just talking about, and they just snatch press. Oh, no, they let him back. Oh, wow. Look at him, he's so... He told me I have to be on the north side. Or get down to the gas station, because uh, from down there, I said I had to get to my car on that side. He said, get down to the gas station, you'll be fine down there. And then once the dispersal order is done, and then you can head to your car. And then when he got down here, he said, I told you to move, and so he grabbed me. He said that you're under arrest. I said, I don't know, I'm from this area, I don't even know. First, you told me it was Humboldt in 60 to get on the north side. And then I said, I'm not even from up here, I don't even know where Humboldt, which street is Humboldt, and which is 69th. And all of a sudden, he grabbed me and said, You're under arrest. And then he just had a chat with me back there and trying to explain to me. And I said, Hey, I don't know where we're at right now, which street is which and which direction is which. And so, um, 
So, and then he said, okay, we're clear now, right? I said, okay, fine, I'll go on the uh, 69th side. And so that's what's going on. So, okay, thank you, Louis. Thank yeah. you, Louis. Glad to say. The police, the troopers just were moving into that person's car. Move out the fucking way! So it looks like they are letting this person go. Here's a captain trying to tell people what to do. There's also a lieutenant out here talking to folks. Lieutenant of Star Tro State Troopers. In order to have a camera, if you're uh, claiming to be a member of the press, I did I say I was claiming to be a member of the press? Are you a member of the press? No, fuck you. Go home. Go home. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and Only has a badass professional camera and condenser mic. Nope. Fuck you. <laughs> See what's going on. They like another surveillance. Uh. Anyway, so uh, chapter six of the Little Red Book is uh, imperialism and all reactionaries are paper tigers. Ooh. Yeah, all reactionaries are paper tigers. In appearance, the reactionaries are terrifying, but in reality, they are not powerful. From a long-term point of view, it is not the reactionaries, but the people who are powerful. Uh, just as there is not a single thing in the world without a dual nature, this is the law of the unity of opposites, so imperialism and all reactionaries, are <laughs> they are real tigers and paper tigers at the same time. In past history, before they won state power and for some time afterwards, the slave-owning class, the feudal landlord class, and the bourgeoisie were vigorous, revolutionary, and progressive. They were real tigers. But with the lapse of time, because their opposites, the slave class, the peasant class, and the proletariat, grew in strength step by step, struggled against them more and more fiercely, these ruling classes changed step by step into the reverse, changed into reactionaries, changed into backward people, changed into paper tigers. Moreover, eventually they were overthrown or will be overthrown by the people. Uh, the reactionary backward decaying classes retained in this dual nature, even in their last life and death struggles against the people. On one hand, they were real tigers. They devoured people, devoured people by the millions and tens of millions. The cause of, uh, of the people's struggle went through a period of difficulties and a period of hardships. And along the path, there were many twists and turns. To destroy the rule of imperialism, feudalism, and bureaucrat capitalism in China took the Chinese people more than a hundred years and caused them tens of millions of lives before the victory in 1949. Look, were these not living tigers, iron tigers, real tigers? Nevertheless, in the end, they changed into paper tigers, dead tiger, tigers, and bean curd tigers. These are historical facts. Have people not seen or heard about these facts? There have indeed been thousands and tens of thousands of them thousands and tens of thousands. Hence imperialism and all reactionaries looked at in essence from a long-term point of view, from a strategic point of view, must be seen for what they are, paper tigers. On this, we should build our strategic thinking. On the other hand, they are also living tigers, real tigers that can devour people. On this, we should build our tactical thinking. I have said that all the uh, reputedly powerful reactionaries are merely paper tigers. The reason, they are, uh, the reason is that they are divorced from the people. Look, was Hitler not a paper tiger? Was Hitler not overthrown? 
I also said that the Tsar of Russia, the emperor of China and Japanese imperialism were all paper tigers. As we know, they were all overthrown. U.S. imperialism has not yet been overthrown and it has the atom bomb. I believe that it will also be overthrown. It too is a paper tiger. Lifting a rock only to drop it on one's feet is a Chinese folk saying that to describe the behavior of certain fools. The reactionaries in all countries are fools of this kind. Uh, in the final analysis, their persecution, look at that fucking Humvee. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it's an up-armored military surplus up-armored Humvee with yeah. in turret. Wow. Why? Because they can get them for cheap. Obama made those deals. It's true. Sorry. Uh, anyway, in the final analysis, the persecution of the revolutionary people only serves to accelerate uh, the people's revolutions on a broader, more intense scale. Did the persecution of the revolutionary people by the Tsar of Russia and the Emperor of China, I can't say his name, perform this function in the great Russian and Chinese revolutions? U.S. imperialism invaded China's territory of Taiwan and, and has occupied it for the last nine years. A short while ago, it sent its armed forces to invade and occupy Lebanon. The U.S. has set up hundreds of military bases in many countries all over the world. China's territory of Taiwan, Lebanon, and all military bases of the United States on foreign soil are so many nooses around the neck of U.S. imperialism. The nooses have been fashioned by the Americans themselves and by nobody else, and it is they themselves who have put these nooses around their own necks, handing the ends of the ropes to the Chinese people, the people of Arab countries, and all peoples of the world who love peace and oppose aggression. The longer the U.S. aggressors remain in those places, the tighter the nooses around their necks will become. I want to clarify, uh, we talked about this in the last chapter, but he wants, uh, I want to clarify that he specified he's not talking about the American people. He's talking about the powers that be. He's talking about the bourgeoisie. He's talking about the uh, imperialist government. He's not talking about you and me and your fucking kids. We are allies. And he knew that. Um, anybody have anything to say on any of that so far? Not really, man. We are the problem. Yeah. And by we, um, I am going to side with Mao and say that I'm referring to the institutions that rule this country. It's the market, baby. Um, riding roughshod everywhere, U.S. imperialism has made itself the enemy of the people of the world and has increasingly isolated itself. The atom bombs and hydrogen bombs in the hands of the U.S. imperialists will never cow those who refuse to be enslaved. The raging tide of the people of the world against the U.S. aggressors is irresistible. The struggle against U.S. imperialism and its lackeys will assuredly win still greater victories. Over a long period, we have developed this concept for the struggle against the enemy. Strategically, we should despise all our enemies, but tactically, we should take them all seriously. This also means that we must despise the enemy with respect to the whole, but that we must take him seriously with respect to each question. 
If we do not despise the enemy with respect to the whole, we, we shall be committing the error of opportunism. Marx and Engels were only two individuals, and yet in those early days, they already declared that capitalism would be overthrown throughout the world. Uh, however, in dealing with concrete pro problems and particular enemies, we shall be committing the error of, of, of adventurism unless we take them seriously. In war, battles can only be fought one by one, and the enemy forces can only be destroyed one by one. Factories can only be built one by one. The peasants can only plow the land plot by plot. The same is true uh, of even eating a meal. Strategically, we take the eating of a meal lightly. We know we can finish it. Actually, we eat it mouthful by mouthful. It is impossible to swallow an entire banquet in one gulp. This is known as piecemeal, as a, as a piecemeal solution. In military parlance, it is called wiping out the enemy forces one by one. Um, and then the last quote from chapter six is, it is my opinion that the international situation has now reached a new turning point. There are two winds in the world today, the east wind and the west wind. There's a Chinese saying, either the, west, or the east wind prevails over the west wind or the west wind prevails over the east wind. I believe that it is characteristic of a situation today that the East wind is prevailing over the West wind. That is to say the forces of socialism have become overwhelmingly superior to the forces of imperialism. I can see why he thought that in 1957. Mm, me too. I was going to disagree with it until I realized that it was from 1957 and I'm like, oh, well, um so that's the end of the chapter so uh if anybody has anything to say about about uh chapter six in the comments feel free to do so if you have any questions ask them i'll try to answer them if any of you meaning the other five people or three people or four eight. people or eight who knows? people or <laughs> who knows uh yeah, however many people are still in this call, uh, if anybody has anything to say, now would be the time. There's five of us, and uh, it is high time for a new little Red Bull. That's what I have to say. I mean, I, I agree. But I want to learn from the little red book before I try to write something that's supposed to be newer. Check out the uh, top of that MRAP. MRAP. They have a sound cannon on top. Yep. Yeah, um, one of the one of the trucks because they had a, like a regular ass truck with a fucking cab on the bed. Um, one of the trucks had a sound cannon on it too. Wow. Those don't cost too much money though, do they? Homeboy, oh yeah, they cost a ton of money. Are you kidding yeah, me? They, they cost <laughs> a lot of money and they take a lot yeah. of power and they can literally make you shit yourself. Only a couple thousand dollars or something, right? Yeah, yeah. O only for a speaker. My entire PA system <laughs> didn't cost that fucking much. Okay, I'm being facetious. It did, but... And it still can't make me shit myself. Right. It can come pretty close, though. It'll definitely pucker <laughs> your butthole. But... A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I've heard you play some drums and guitars so far, so. <laughs> um, so I dropped in the comments a, uh, the link for Chapter 7 from the Little Red Book from Marxist.org. Um, for that matter, if you want to read any sort of revolutionary left literature, 
go to marxist.org it's the international marxist archives they have a lot of shit translated into multiple languages you can read damn near any leftist book you want on there they have an app too now or they have an app i guess you can download it onto your phone and it's just like uh, a library that's pretty dope yeah it's uh let me look on my phone real quick and i'll tell you what it's called um but uh yeah i mean uh obviously we're gonna shout out the app as soon as he finds it it's just Um, called marxist library that's all it's called it's just called marxist library hell yeah um but the marxist internet archives are i I have only scratched the surface honestly it's pretty much endless um, and it's not entirely just Marxist writers and thinkers. It's, it's pretty broad leftist uh, thought. Um, so, yeah, Natalie said the time is relevant. And tell yeah, it is. That's, I mean, honestly, I couldn't be more stoked that we're reading the Little Red Book right now. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, absolutely. Can you see that? I'm not sure what I just saw, honestly. On my phone, can you... It's like uh, you select the author. uh, I mean, if you... Hold on, are are you trying to screen share? Oh, man. I've never done this before. Oh, you're in the big leagues now. <laughs> you're really part of it. You're no longer a, uh, no longer a, uh, a guest. Yeah, a bystander. <laughs> um, am I screen sharing or no? Oh well, yeah, you can just hold it up. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this is the beginning of it, and it first you pick the language, and it has like all languages basically. And then you pick a, a author and you can go to select and it has main library, history, archive, s- subject selection, encyclopedia of Marxism, uh, cross language selection, what's new. And then uh, it, it, and then when you go to select author, there is literally like a shit ton of them. Like a uh, lot. So next week's uh chapter is going to be chapter seven it's called dare to struggle and dare to win and uh i think this is going to be an important chapter i mean honestly the whole book is kind of important because if you if you only read part of it you're really only getting part of the picture um but yeah i I think that that's going to be another relevant chapter i guess is what i'm trying to say uh let's see what else do we uh, have on the agenda for tonight i think that's about it so i'll just go back to the live stream um you know at least for now all right so can i rant real quick for a second yeah go ahead thank you um so to start a uh march of your own uh all you have to do i with the one I did last year is I, all I did was I organized on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I uh, created an event and I, uh, you know, shared it around, shared it with group, groups that uh, are uh, based in my town or around my town. And 
that's what I think that we should all be doing. I mean, I know a lot of people can't make it to these, uh, to cities or even to Minneapolis or whatnot. And if you wanted to show solidarity, I think that would be a perfect way is to have your own march, your own protest. I think, exactly. I think solidarity protests are very important. Yes. And we saw them last year for George Floyd, even across the seas. We saw them around the world. We saw them. Yeah. And that's it needs to continue. It needs to continue until this bullshit stops. It needs to continue until we, the people are in control. The government, we shouldn't fear, fear the government. The government should fear us. And we need to let them know that we need to let them realize that we are the people and we are in control we have the numbers we have the power we make their money it is us that needs to control the world and this country hey dean uh can you bring up the paypal link because i realized that i don't have that anywhere in the show notes ever and um yeah is Dean there? He's always there, Rob. He's here. Yeah. Um, I thought maybe his old ass fell asleep. I'll break back <laughs> in in a minute. Uh, I got to find it. I'll break back in, though. Okay, that's fine. Dean um, doesn't sleep. He waits. Mm, <laughs> I may be double muted, but I'm usually here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just wanted to plug Unicorn Riot one more time. We've been showing a lot of their streams tonight. Um, I just wanted to encourage anybody who enjoys their coverage. I don't, I didn't want to use the word enjoyed, but I didn't want to, I didn't know how to word it. If you watch their coverage, if you appreciate what they're doing, show them that they have donation links on their website, um, which I will drop in the comments. That's a pretty good idea. Their main guy that does the stuff for him, his name is Eco. Yeah, yeah. He does almost all live stuff. He does a lot of stuff on the website. He's um, really, really good, talented individual. Okay, it is unicornriot.ninja is the link. I'm going to drop that into the chat, and then I'll turn this back on. That was one real- all cop. Man, Nico, pan back to Officer Goliath behind you. If he does, I'll flip out. Like <laughs> he can hear us. He can hear us. He knows. <laughs> um, it'd be it'd be nice to get him as a guest on the show. Yeah, that would be pretty dope. It really Nico- would. Nico, if you can hear me, my dude. I know you're busy. Nice. 69th Street. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Sorry. Man, they just keep pushing the crowd further and further back. Our PayPal is in the chat. It's... Roger. This crowd, it's only going to grow. I mean, they're not done. Tonight's not the last night. More people are being, you know, more people are coming in. Mm -hmm. So. Dean, when you say the chat, do you mean like the chat chat? Yeah, the Zoom Zoom chat. Sorry. I'm going to put it in the comments, too, though. I'm going to put it in the comments, too. 
Okay, that's why I was looking. I am actively trying to get uh, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia to do solidarity protests too. I've been uh, trying to get a hold of people in both those cities. Okay. Keep us updated on how that goes. Oh, yeah, well. for sure. I mean, if I have to, I'll have one in my uh, my town again. So. <laughs> Been there. Been there. Got told to uh, get a fucking job while I was protesting an hour before going to work. Yeah, that seems to be a common uh, yeah. for them to say. I'm really confused by it. And I also They've like been call- saying that shit since the goddamn 60s. I also like to call them out because like they're the same people that like shake go out of their way to shake my hand and thank me on Veterans Day. Like, come on, bro. Really? Yeah, we, we had uh retired people in our march and they were yelling at them to get a job. <laughs> God damn it. Fucker, they already put their time in. We already had jobs. <laughs> I wish no, I could uh, barring. Yeah, right. So Dean did drop the PayPal email in uh, the comments. If anybody is feeling gracious enough to throw us a couple bucks. Um, that being said, if you only have a couple of bucks to give, by all means, throw throw a couple bucks to uh, Nico at Unicorn Riot. He's He's been putting in some hours. Oh, yeah, uh, bro. Fuck. And in, in our second protest that we did, we had, uh, they were yelling that, and we had fucking Pat Toomey. I know, I don't know if you guys know who Pat Toomey is, but we had Pat Toomey in our fucking protest, and he's a fucking, uh, a, a senator. He's the senator. So, Get a fucking job, you long hair. <laughs> he was a he's a Republican too and he marched with us but then when it got a little too spicy for him he uh dipped out with nobody even noticing that he was gone. He just wanted yeah. a photo shoot. Mayonnaise is fucking... like that it drips right out of the sandwich. Yeah, yeah right. things get too hot, mayonnaise gets runny. I, I'd say another <laughs> thing that I do that at bars. Yeah. I just disappear. <laughs> I don't. You, you strike me as that type of person. Yeah, I don't disappear at bars. I fall asleep on the table, and my friends have to carry me out. And you have to wake up and do the dishes at the bar to pay no, the tab. No, no, I've never woke up to have to do the dishes. I oh. woke up without my, my without my debit card because I spent all of my money at the bar, and they were holding on to it until I got paid again. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a nice thing for them to do. Um. Yeah. It was a actually lot. rather than beat that ass. Don't look at me like that, Trisha. <laughs> I don't drink anymore. Okay. <laughs> well, it was actually just giving me flashbacks of uh, one time I was at a friend's gig and was so fucking drunk I left without even paying my. Tab. Oh, bro! It, they it gets even shadier. And then he called me like, "Hey, you you forgot to pay your tabs, so gets, I had to go back to the bar." It like, gets even my shadier. Bag. My my sergeant knew the people that own the bar, and he's got like. A bunch of illegal Israelis working in his bar in Germany. <laughs> oh damn! Nice, hell yeah! And like, first and foremost, my mind—it took me an hour to wrap my mind around the concept of his le- illegal Israelis in Germany. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that's they, a bit of a that's a bit of a mind bender. What what are they standing? What is that right there? Is that a gas station? Yeah, it's a gas station. Oh, so you mean are they protect the oil over here too, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the funny thing is, is they told them to move past this one corner, right? So they did, and then they told them to move to the gas. They told them to go to the two gas stations, and then they did, and then they were pushed out of the gas station. Yeah, they're trying to rile them up. It's beneficial to the cops that they go from a protest to a riot because then the cops appear to have the moral high ground. Yeah. I Which actually hats off to these guys for I was not say, turning into a riot. Yeah, they're doing really well, really well with what they've been put through. But they ain't going the fuck home either. No. No, but let me let me read you this. The best warriors do not use violence. The best generals do not destroy indiscriminately. The best tacticians try to avoid confrontation. The best leaders become servants of their people. Is that from the Book of War? No, 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 that's from the Tao Te Ching. Um, Same country of origin, different person. Yeah. So, uh, uh, oh, look, Crocs. Um, <laughs> Crikey! So the, uh, just uh, a nutshell. Uh, we don't have to spend much time on this because I know we're going long. <laughs> uh, I just had a couple of questions about the Chicago 7 trial. Um, yeah. Rob, are you moving on to the socials? Well, I mean, go ahead and say about the Chicago 7 shit. Um, just one thing I just would like to contribute, and we can also um, break this across other conversations. But, uh, you know, first of all, you know, I apologize. I would have liked to have been uh, on hand for that. I had a family emergency, which is ongoing and still developing. Um, you have several families with COVID. It's a long story. Um, anyway, uh I encourage everybody to uh, have a look uh, at the transcripts of the original Chicago 8 trial. Um, There is uh, a lot of humor. Uh, Abby Hoffman was hilarious. Um, Jerry Rubin was hilarious. They, They were all Tom Hayden. They were all epic throughout the whole trial. And a lot of that is lost in the Sorkin telling of the story, right? So you have to really have to look and read uh, some of the behavior of the judge. I mean, and they made the judge appear villainous, wasn't even remotely as villainous as he was in real life. When you read the transcripts or, or I, and there's a couple of documentaries that kind of capture some of that. Um, some of the behavior at the bench was unprecedented in, in many ways, at least uh, against people uh, who were not of color. Um, but I digress. So I, I encourage you to really dig into that. There's a lot to be learned. There's a lot to be gleaned from that. And you can kind of see how that whole, all of those activities kind of shaped the, what I would call as a, a, a somewhat of a small revolution in political thinking in that, in, in the city of Chicago at that time and the suburbs, because don't forget all of those people they went on to populate neighborhoods that Obama came from. 
some of them even and their offspring worked for Obama in, in later years. So it's a really important moment in the formation of the ideology of the of the Democratic Party that we see today. One thing that really stuck um, stuck out to me, and I didn't say anything about it because at the time I was, um, you know, learning about the whole thing, but I forget the character's name, but one of them was a pallbearer at fucking Kennedy's funeral. Oh, one of the witnesses for the for the government. No, no, no. It was no, uh, no one of the defendants. One of the defendants, the, isn't it the one that read the list? Yeah, the one that read the list at the end. Oh, that's correct. Yes, that's yeah. right. I've forgotten about that. Yeah, I, I believe it was Bobby Kennedy, though, not JFK. Right? Not JFK. Right, Bobby Kennedy. Right. I mean, either way, he. It's not. They make him in the movie seem like he was just some random dude. You know, yeah, random dude that was unifying or starting a political party when he was a pallbearer for one of the Kennedys. You can't just be some random Joe Schmo and carry one of carry Bobby Kennedy's fucking casket. Right. Yeah, and that's important, right? Because later on, most of these people really became capitalist shitheads, and like people like Jerry Rubin. Like, obviously, we know what happened to Abby Hoffman, but you know. Jerry Rubin was not a stunt double for Tommy Chong. Though the movie Aaron Sorkin's version of Jerry Rubin would have you believe that he was just like this, hey man, you know, kind of happy guy. He was not at all like that. I just think he might have looked like that that triggered something in the Sorkinverse brain, but whatever. Um, uh, was it meaningful? Was it interesting? Yeah, uh, yeah but. What actually happened was far more interesting and, and compelling. Well, yeah, and one of the, the things that one of the things that Trisha and I talked about, I went on YouTube and I watched like I, I had originally sent it to the group chat actually, but like I had watched uh, clips from the press conference that they talk about in the movie, but they don't really show anything from it. Just shows the attorney being like, "Yeah, we can never do that again," basically. But they didn't show why. And frankly, nothing that they said was wrong. Nothing that they said was terribly inflammatory. I mean, oh, I they guess... just didn't have like, I almost wish it was a mini, like a multi-part series. And then they could really dig into the details, like one of those prestige series that you see on Netflix or Amazon. You know, that I'd love a lengthy, luxurious, uh, like 14-hour uh, treatment of it. It would have been great. The Zack Snyder cut. Yeah, the 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 yeah the, <laughs> yeah, the letterbox Zack Snyder cut. God damn it, that's awesome. <laughs> Fuck. That's all I have, guys, for today. Yeah, me too. I mean, I guess we can wrap it up. It's been quite some time. I don't know what the timer is at. Seven, Three and a half uh, hours. <laughs> <laughs> um so um uh, i will just bring this up actually hold on i gotta get the tunes ready yeah and while rob's doing that everybody i will say it again keep your eyes out we are making merch black t-shirts white lettering that say tucker carlson sucks flaccid penis did you guys see tucker um, talking with G Gates 
with Matt Gates. You nope. see Matt Gates try to rope him into his his twisted uh, drama. He he's like, yeah. So like we were at dinner with these girls, you know, Tucker. You met him. I think you and your wife were both there. You met him too, right? And Tucker's like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It was hilarious. Like, was masterful the way he dodged it, right? Because, I mean, how do you answer that question? Yes, I was there. No, I wasn't there. Either way, you kind of implicate yourself and you end up being on the witness stand. Yeah. This is true. You should should listen to some of the calls he made to radio stations shortly after 9-11. Gives oh. you a real, gives oh. a real good look into into his actual his mindset. mindset. Yeah, I got I can I I've spent some time on this thing. It's an unbelievable unfolding story. I would be I would love to break it down for you next time. Yeah, we definitely got to get the SoundCloud replaced with the PayPal link. Huh. Yeah. Well, it's not really a link. It's just uh, the email address. Yeah. Or, the, or the anchor. Yeah. All these can be found on the website as well. Except SoundCloud, because we ain't on that anymore. <laughs> <clears throat> Anybody have any closing statements or just wrap it up? Elon. Baby. Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Listen, guys, the packages will stop. The pictures will stop. The videos that I send you will stop. All you have to do is donate one time to our Patreon. That's correct. So uh, Kathy said, hola, just joining, driving home. Thank you all for the live stream. Oh, you're wrapping it up. We'll listen more later. Um, Emily responded to it saying that we're on Facebook, YouTube, the website, and podcast platforms. Ron said someone opined that Carlson denied that uh, that because the woman with him wasn't his wife. That's mm. correct. <laughs> I'm willing to break all that down. The story is more unbelievable than you could possibly imagine. Of course and, it is. And by the way, Austin, I really need you to stop. Stop sending of uh, your OnlyFans to Bezos and and Musk's wives because Austin, you're doing that too. Yeah, well, now the fucking cat's out of the basket. Oh man. Well, I mean, get on there OnlyFans.com backslash for we are many. Correct. It's in the name. Also, if anybody has anything that they want us to talk about, let us know. We're open to suggestions. If you want to get involved, let us know. In the future, we're going to try to have candidates on. Candidates, organizers, um, and regular leftists. I mean, honestly, regular people. At some point, I want to do a debate between libertarian socialism and right-wing libertarianism. That would be fun. That would be yes. Gee, uh, be awful hard to find one of those uh, right-wing libertarians, wouldn't it? it would be real no, hard. we'll do. 
thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for having a great time Be safe with us. Peace. This concludes our broadcast day.